Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I'm your host, the big guy, Ryback. Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. We are streaming live on Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. TikTok, we will be back Wednesday, Wednesday at some point, 1024 a.m. to be a specific Pacific time that we will be allowed to live stream on TikTok uh, once again, which we will only do for the beginning of the show. And then we will be cutting that feed and uh, leaving the show to where we can talk freely uh, and openly with, with free speech of of words that that can be used in, in multiple ways there you know various ways and uh they just don't suspend you for the use of a word without taking into consideration the context and the fact that it is a show a talk show and a podcast so that being said we we, we were suspended for a week for asking a question if uh, someone was retarded uh sarcastically in which they uh, the word retard is is not not allowed on on TikTok as well as midget. Just for you guys out there, be careful. Don't even say it once with that. Uh, guys, good to see all of you. We are streaming live on uh, Twitter. We're not doing Facebook today. We're doing the Twitter platform as well to see how many people. Elon says that everybody should be putting their uploading their pla- uh, podcast onto uh, Twitter. So with uh, even though we do the spaces x spaces on here. We are having it uh, the video version as well on the feed on Twitter as well, since that's what Elon said. This is the top place for podcasters, which I will I will argue with all day long with uh, his illegal suppression that he still partakes in with everything. But it is what it is for right now. But it won't be for long with everything. We are also guys on Ryback TV. Thank you, super chats are greatly appreciated and brought up in the screen between taking callers, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything. In between, this show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Thank you to those of you. We got a few new reviews that came in. Thank you, guys. We need we need more guys every day. I'd like to get three new people to please go leave a review, an, uh, a star rating, and if you could write a quick little review. 
for the podcast, the things that you enjoy about it. It helps get new listeners, helps on the audio feed uh, for the audio, guys, which we're still consistently always in the top 100 on the audio, on the wrestling, uh, despite being on on six different platforms typically before we go we go before we hit the audio waves so uh that is fantastic we are one of the most listened to pro wrestling health and fitness podcasts out there so i appreciate all of you for your love and support this show is brought to you by feed me more nutrition my premium supplement line sweet with stevia and monk fruit no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people men and women he she and thee feedmemore.com get all the Ryback merch drinkware workout accessories and the best supplements on the planet save 20% discount code feedme20 feedme20 to get 20% off your order and you get a free feed me more nutrition shaker bottle with all orders guys check that out sign up for my email and text message program on the menu bar you'll see click on the little hamburger menu bar go down to newsletter click on that you'll see newsletter and text message I would sign up for both and get huge savings every week on the best supplements on the planet with my message of the week. No spam. Just one email, one text every Wednesday, Thursday, guys, and uh, save big. We have a very, very high returning uh, customer rate, so thank you to all our great customers. Thank you to all my ex-subscribers as well out there, guys. I do follow back on that. Greatly appreciated. I'm uh, enjoying some uh, cotton candy with a sprinkle of raspberry lemonade. Finish it, BCA Electrolyte Matrix. A lot had a great weekend of cardio, cardio, great weekend of cardio and scar tissue work. I was going to say a great weekend of shoulder work, but a great weekend of cardio too. I got my my record. I'm not my record. I'm going. I'm working my way back up with my weight higher to where my cardio because it takes time. You know, like John Jones moved up to heavyweight, and it took he 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 stayed out for years, and that was to get his cardio up. It takes a long time. And when I went over 300, my cardio stayed high, but it was not as high as when it was about 20 pounds lighter. So now it's it's I've got it back up and I've dropped probably about four or five pounds, give or take three to five pounds. And I've started slowly cutting my carbs and I feel great. Definitely even notice a difference just from being in the high 290s from 305, 303, 305 makes a big difference. So you should see me getting more and more jacked as I'm uh Every week with everything, the cheat days, just the meal, everything else is very clean and uh, cut back on a few of the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that I was having, you know, usually we have two a day of those. And uh, and so it, it's now we're, we're, we're tightening things up and shoulders feeling really good, have a lot to still get done, but we're feeling really good, which is a good thing. Someone says, are you still close uh, with all the with wrestlers? Yeah, I'm close with a lot of guys, guys. You don't talk to everybody all the time, but you like, I, I talk to quite a few different people. You know, unfortunately, I wish it was under different circumstances with everything with the passing of, of, of Wyndham uh, Bray Wyatt with all of that. But, you know, it's uh, we, we you typically you hear people talk and, you know, Luke Gallows actually talked about it with Bray on SmackDown, uh, which, by the way, I thought did a fantastic job uh, of the, the video package up front. And they did the spotlight on the chair deal on the stage with everything. And, um, you know, it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, um, you know, they kept the show going as far as storylines for some of the stuff, <clears throat> which, you know, is not an easy thing to do for a television company as far as, you know, they've, they've, you know, when, when Ben Wad passed and that, like the day of they learned 
they, they, they the show that they had planned they kind of just scrapped everything whereas they, this happened the day before where they had time to kind of process everything is short of amount of a time that was but where they were able to put a show on still but you know in memory of him and for terry funk as well and i think that's important that you know in honoring him as well but you know bray being the current active member and with you know with the audience being very relevant to today's audience just a i'm in disbelief still with it just been thinking about everything and you know i did the new feeding time video came out and i talk about him on the video uh share another little story on there which was i, I didn't talk about it the other day I, I, i'd forgotten about it but things just pop in your head as you, you remember he uh he used to always tell me that that I, if he was a kid right when we were wrestling he if he was a kid i would be his favorite and uh and i'd always just joke back and uh like oh i know i'm your favorite right now Wyndham, and give him a little little hit him in the stomach and he'd, he'd giggle and uh he, he just <laughs> so stupid but but then i'd tell him i go is that your way of telling me i look really good and suck <laughs> Which obviously I'm joking. The uh, but but he's just man. He made everybody feel like he, he was their best friend, and and literally was in the moment with everything. And and I try to act like that as well. He's we got along really good, man. So it's uh, and I, I'm glad they they actually stuff I can't uh, just man. I'm gonna miss him, man. It's uh, it doesn't feel real still, as I'm sure it doesn't to a lot of people. So, but we're going to just think, try to celebrate his life and, and happy memories and uh, gone, gone far too soon. But, you know, you know, most people live their whole lives and, and don't really, you know, not to say that life's not, life's not about being famous or successful and that, but it's about doing what you want to do and living your life with passion and, and you know, and in doing so, he was able to have, you know, a, a significant impact on this world and the world of pro wrestling and in a period of time, it wasn't even short. He had a great, great run as it was. If it would have, if you know, if he would have just retired, that's an amazing run. You know, it's a Hall of Fame run with everything that he did. So he, uh, man, and he just, the people go their whole lives though, you know, and uh, he, he, he truly was a special one. Uh, I did watch AEW All In. I will give uh, some thoughts. The and if you guys have any specific questions with that uh, as well, you know, uh, I enjoyed the show. Congratulations to AEW. Uh, that was I thought you know for for being this is a new company. So many things that they they don't have experience in that they are doing. And doing very well. And I think sometimes in, in people that I think anyone that is even being critical and you've got some people that are just going to be hateful and negative regardless of what you're doing. But some that might be going oh, comparing every little aspect to WWE that they're doing very, very well. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the show a lot and, and it was I'm really happy for everybody that got to go out and perform in front of an audience that large because it is it is the largest audience to date and uh really really cool thing man and uh i thought the card you, you know the one thing in the the difference and i and i understand why they and this is a little bit of the difference between the the brands with aew and wwe 
you know, they go from match to match to match to match on the show. You know, personally, I would, I would, I, I, I wish there was a little bit more as far as maybe backstage promos and, and maybe some offset stuff throughout the show. But I think that will come in time. I really do. And, uh, and it's not easy because there's so much that goes in to just to, to making a show like that successful. And so, man, just great job by everyone involved with that. And it's great to see. We should all be rooting for their success. It's just going to continue to make wrestling better and better and better. More options for everybody. And I enjoyed the show. I, you know, I thought the opening match with Punk and Joe set the tone. I thought that was a great, great match. I, I really enjoyed that. And then uh, and all the way to the end with MJF and Adam Cole absolutely, you know, came through and delivered on a card that had a lot, a lot of wrestling and everything. It didn't, it, it, I watched the whole show beginning to end. And uh, I, I, I thought like, I go, am I going to get exhausted watching match after match? And, and I, I really didn't. I was like, for what, however they laid that out and, they did a good job certain things because I thought some things were going to go really long and they, I felt like they did a good job on the times and it would have been nice to have maybe a little, you know, I saw Miro and Hobbs. I think that had to have been before the show because I saw it online. Something like that would have been a nice thing to have on the show, but I know they had so many matches as well. So, you, you know, but, but like some spaces in between just the matches, that would be the only thing uh that that i i could think of but i understand why they they did what they do and it is having that much and being new like you just want to make sure you're executing that part of it great to begin with they're just going to keep getting bigger and better so really enjoyed it and uh and obviously the speculation with with punk and perry jack perry i think it, who knows that could be part of an angle i think you know it, it's uh Whatever it is, if, if say if this is a completely real thing and whatever's going on, it's just we'll wait for the truth to come out. The truth always wins. Don't overreact. Like I see a lot of people, and I saw like people just talking trash to both sides, from Punk side to Perry side, and uh, you know, hopefully it's just part of an angle and they're smart and we're doing that. But if, if it is real, you know, my biggest concern would be who in the company keeps leaking out info to the to the dirt sheet guys. That's the stuff. That's the big problem. That I think it's a problem for both promotions. And I think there needs to, you know, should be some meetings and just say, like, guys, if we find out who's talking to these guys, you're fired. I really think it should be that simple with it. These guys are not, these these people, they're not good people. <laughs> and uh, we've seen it time and time again. The, the same people that leak out the news on, you know, on, on, on Bray and Wyndham's unfortunate passing are the same people that, that leak out the fake info on, on he was difficult to work with. And, you know, those are the, those are the people. And that's why I have no respect for them. And I loathe them and I loathe them. And I just try to block them and just live life. But they, they call they disrupt the wrestling business in a, in a negative way, in a hateful way. And they're, they're all they're trying to do is create drama and controversy to get clicks, to make money off of wrestling because they weren't good enough or didn't have the courage to go out and be able to be a part of the business. So they don't really have respect for anyone or anyone in the business other than to try to expose it and try to expose people for their clicks and for their dollars. So that's that. And that, that's the truth. They could sit there and argue all day long. That's what they do. You, you need to be a special kind of fucked up to get into that line of work. All right. And that's it. All right. Let's get the show going. 
We're going to get Mike. Shawnee's in line, Shawnee. We're going to get Mike on. Mike has all the wrestling dirt news. Uh, Mike, welcome back to the show. Great. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm well. I haven't talked to you in a bit. Hope everything's going all right. Everything's going all right. I didn't want to come on um, during the Wyndham Tribute show. Didn't really feel appropriate talking about it. It's still like, you know, it's still a fresh wound, but... What I and I gotta say I get, I appreciate your your rantus now and they have fucked you more than anybody recently so I don't I do not begrudge you at all for anything you, you just said before I say anything else I and again I've been listening to you since you did your YouTube show with Raj and again um, anybody that's listened back then you've been consistent with every piece yes. of information you provide you have not in any way strayed from anything you've said so I just want to make sure you know anyone listening for the first time. You know, you are somebody that's been very honest and you've backed up everything you've said. We've seen the impression data. We've seen everything. So that's – but what I wanted to specifically say about the Edge thing, did you read what um, the report was last week from Wade Keller? Did you read what he wrote? No. Okay. So this, by all accounts, Wade has somebody in the talent relations department that has enough information about Edge's contract to be able to speak intelligently on it. And so – it looks like he got half of his, half his information from the WWE Talent Relations Department. The other half, it sounds like Edge called up, and you could probably guess one of these people that's high up. It isn't Christian it, because the, te- the the financial bracket is much bigger for what Edge is looking for. But it sounds like there was at least two wrestlers in AEW that Edge called up to gauge what their contract was. Yep. So this this, by all accounts, has been percolating since earlier this year, and I felt like they really rushed his retirement because they had him appear unannounced the week before to set up that match. Yeah. And that screamed to me, we've been trying and trying. We're not going to reach a resolution on this deal. So let's babyface ourselves to the audience at least, right? Because the report from Wade, it's very carefully worded in that the WWE wants the fan base to turn on edge for being greedy instead of, okay, because this is my guess here. And I don't know this obviously, but Edge's reported salary since he came back has been 3 million a year, right? Okay. So, he apparently went to WWE and said, this is the terms that it would take for me to extend myself. They declined. And this is what I want to talk to you about. And you'll be more excited than anybody because you want a piece of this as, as does everybody in the, in your line of work. I think Tony has outbid WWE for edge to the tune of 4 million for a handful of matches. And I also think that, I think edges wanted to go there, but he also, and I didn't think this maybe stupid on my part, I didn't think this would be more financial than anything else. I really thought the decision was I've made X. I think he's made at least 12 million coming back. My guess. Okay. So I thought that this would be, even if AEW came close, that's where he'd be going, but it sounds like, no, I'm going to take the best offer on the table. I'm going to take the best offer and based off the information. And here's the thing when Ed, I don't know if you saw edges video and it was really interesting. Edge filmed a video the prior day because by all accounts, he got calls from people that read the report and were surprised by it. The key is what he didn't say in the video. He did not say, I'm staying. He mentioned, he did not mention AEW at all. But at the end of the video, by all accounts, and he's a very polite guy that's trying, and just like you do, and you're very tactful. You don't want to, you agree, I know you agree with me about the fan base that doesn't want this company to succeed, that doesn't want you guys to make as much as possible, and you're trying to be tactful about it. But I know it probably burns you because you're putting your health on the line to do this to make a living. And for these people to say, oh, I don't want to. And to take care of your family, wrestlers die younger. Like It it needs to be financial, needs to play a big part in all of this for, yeah. Yeah. 
and for the health bills that you're going to, you know, yeah, I, you know, I had to spend six figures to get my health back. So people don't realize the stem stem cells and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. You've taken your time to try and put yourself in a position where you feel good enough to do this because you know, the results going to be, Yeah. but um, at the very end, if you go watch this at some point today, if you have time, if you go to his Twitter handle, watch the end of his video, you pay attention closely to what he says at the end of his video, guys, whatever I end up doing, just know I'm doing it for fun. He's trying to reason with an unreasonable group of people Mm -hmm. that do not in in any way want to understand why he'd go there. And I think this is a paradigm shift because look, Danielson has seen his agent. So Danielson wasn't going to make a penny less than what WWE offered him to go to AEW. So you can look at that. You can look at Adam Cole. The WWE wasn't going to, if it came down to money, they weren't outbidding AEW for Adam Cole. They they just weren't. They didn't see him in that light, right? But this might be a paradigm shift for the industry where because the Endeavor merger slowly coming to fruition the pay scale for wwe might be going down to the point where tony might be able to consistently now outbid wwe for marquee talent like edge and that's what i wanted to talk to you about more than anything i think my theory is tony went to four because for edge to let's just say edge wanted to give wwe every opportunity to retain him right the figure has to be significant enough where he's like i can't and look we i think we would agree they'd start with a feud with him and christian and then they'd segue into a few tags. He's not going to do singles. And look, I'm in the minority on this, and I haven't seen anyone else say this. Did you see his match with Sheamus? Uh, parts of it, yes. Okay, so this is my opinion, and maybe you feel differently because you're, you know, you've done this. You probably have a more keen eye than me. I'd have no doubt about that. I saw a guy for the first time that was really indecisive. I saw a guy that wasn't very confident in what he was doing. It looks like he might have a lower back issue at this point because when he was getting up for a simple double clothesline spot comeback. Looked like he was having more difficulty than I've seen of him. And now, granted, granted, this is a guy that, for all intents and purposes, should not even be doing this. Yeah. So I just want to be clear. I don't want to be disrespectful of him at all. But with that said, for me as a fan, I want that moment of him showing up there in another company. This is be, this was yeah. like the Nitro and Raw stuff twenty years later. And for to Tony, see, and what yeah. to just so Tony's yeah. looking at this because some people, you know, a four million dollar investment and in, in that, and this is that isn't it. Not only is that an investment in, in getting him over to the company, it's an investment for getting future talent to the company That's as right. well. And That's Tony right. realizes this, and they have the pocketbook to do this with where they're at. That in, in, you, you got to remember, he's a very influential person in wrestling, Edge, and, and has had an amazing career, one of a kind career. When a talent like that, and this is regardless of, of health or age, but the fact that he is still wrestling is is very good in this. And that he can go and, and potentially finish up his career over there, which, by the way, Jericho, who's who's very happy Christian over there, that plays a huge role. If two guys that you're closest with in the business are over there, that's going to play a huge role in, in wanting to go there as well because you want that's who you're hanging out with in the locker room. That's who you're with at the shows. And, and Edge gets along with everyone. He always has. But, like, if you're asking me, like, if I go to a company – do I want to be around a bunch of younger people that I don't really know, even though you get along with them, or would you feel more comfortable around guys that you came up with your whole career? And wrestle, I'd go, well, I want to be around the, as many guys that I get along with and I, that wrestled with during my time, I'd feel more comfortable with that. And obviously there's going to be a mix of, of new and other people in that too. But, you know, when your best friends are with a company, it, that does play a, a, a huge role in, in stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot going on here. So one, two, when you're talking, I'd have to go back and watch the whole match with him, which I will go do. 
he, right. you know, with his injuries and in, in the age and, and that schedule, and he hadn't been wrestling either, you know, regularly, that, that takes a toll and having to get back and ready and stay in ring shape and go to a retirement match where he's been, he hasn't been like wrestling consistently every week for a long time with that. So, you know, there could be that, that, that too, we could be just looking into that where if you, you, sure. but you do notice like, you know, Matt Hardy, we could tell, and I could tell, like, I love Matt. And I love Matt, but yeah. And you I, can I, tell I, when you they're, know, when they're yeah. hurting. Like, I think yeah. we all can. Uh, yeah. And you could just tell when a guy's body from when they performed at a high level and were bumping and feeding and moving a certain way. And when that starts slowing down, it's one thing to slow down temporarily from a, a, an injury that you could over, but when it starts permanently kind of setting in, it, it, it could be hard to watch because we know that that damage is just building and building and building and building. And we see the way that a lot of the, you know, people that are retired and it kind of goes downhill when everything's done. We don't want to see that with, with anyone, you know, that with that. So, but they love the business and they, they give everything they have and they, they want to continue to be a part of it and they can still do it at a very high level. But we just, you do notice when you go from being in your prime to when that, that drops, it is noticeable with, with, with elite athletes and, and wrestlers. Uh, so that could very well be going on with him and it, when it, it, with his age and with his injuries and the neck injury and everything that's very possible. Also it could just been a thing that he hadn't been wrestling in a bit and was beat up right. a few weeks training coming in and he was maybe he had a back injury. We don't know. That could that could have been a thing. So, but I do think, uh, by all accounts, and when you brought that up to me before, with with him many months right. ago, I just it, it right. made sense. And, and here's, and, and a lot of people don't understand this. Is, right. is, is as much good in WWE as there is for wrestlers, as far as within the moments that we have and the opportunities that you have, it can be a very negative, draining environment, regardless of how much money you're making. It's be even. A guy like him in getting three million a year, if that in which I have no doubt that right. that's true. You're, you're guaranteed, by the way. Guaranteed yeah. because of Tony, because Tony came into their sandbox, and that was, by all accounts, he was really considering going there. But again, he's I, I don't know if he had a fit, if he had kids at that point, but he was probably preparing. You're gonna do you see guaranteed money where you might have one match and be like, oh man, I can't do this. Yeah, you're gonna take it. It's the best offer, right? Yeah, but yeah. In which, so I just think. With this, the, the the interesting thing, and for people, because in WWE, I'm glad you mentioned this because they, they Kevin Dunn and, and Vince, and I know absolutely love Edge. Right, they always have. They and they they said in the report just to just to piggyback what we just said. While the report was framed in a way to make him look bad, they also did say we don't resent him, which tells me it's a significant dollar figure. Yeah, when they said we don't resent him. That means we can't justify that number. Yeah. In my opinion. And that's what, so they, and Vince and them are very, cause they know they're, and this is, this was one thing that bothers me. I wish pro wrestling contracts, it needs, and this is something I've said, I said many, when I left WWE, right. this stuff needs to be transparent. We, right. we know all the other sports figures numbers. The reason pro wrestling and it is so carny, and this goes back to Vince and them from developmental, telling us we can't have agents, which by the way, I'll never not use an agent moving right. forward. Like it, it, especially owning all my stuff now, like, but like we were told to never have agents or we'd be fired. Like this is, that's how they groomed us in developmental. Right. And they, like, right. so they, like, they don't want like this, this information getting up because they know, like, if you know what somebody, and this is all of wrestling kind of, I think if you know what other wrestlers are making, other talents are going to be able to gauge kind of what they should ask for. And that number is going to go up and we see it in sports, but wrestling 
That's one thing Vince, for whatever reason, has had such a weird control over for so long where you're almost brought in. You're like, don't discuss pay. Well, why wouldn't you discuss pay? Right, the click did right. it. They were smart. They were Those guys are the ones that they made great money is because they were able to actually get the information from people and, and each other. And that's yeah. where like. That's why Edge, like, it's probably the people he's probably inquiring about are probably Punk, Moxley, and, and, and Jericho. I, would... I think Jericho was one of the first, and that's the thing, too, right? <clears throat> he now knows, because you have to talk to a small circle of people in that financial bracket. You now know either who told somebody or who told somebody that told somebody else, and you're like, because when he, and you know, if you get a chance to watch the video, he is all, he is usually in a very good disposition. Yeah. And he was for the most part here, but you can tell he's kind of aggravated because he's getting hate. I, because what happens is people turn on you. It's just like the right. hate from the dirt sheet with me, but I know the truth on things. Right. And he's a great right. guy. So now, for the, not I'm saying for the first time, because I'm sure he's had his fair share of hate at different times, but, sure. but he's probably seeing an overwhelming amount of tweets or people messaging him saying right. from things they're reading on the dirt sheets that they don't maybe know are true or not true, that he's being well, greedy or... The, the one thing, too, that he... So when you watch the video, just you'll see this. So it's interesting wordplay. He acknowledges that, yes, WWE did offer him a new deal, but he doesn't say that, hey, look, these, these do not contain the terms I presented to them. Because Wade Keller, I don't know if it was the same day or the next day, but he had an immediate, and this tells me this is somebody in the talent relations department because yeah. it's, it's somebody very close to, you have to, have, very few people would know this information where they can credibly try and report this. Yeah. So Wade said, yes, Edge was offered a new contract, but no, it does not contain the terms he wanted. So you just have to ask yourself, okay, he was aggravated enough to try and respond, but if the crux of the video is, look, we're on good terms because he's trying to be the nice guy here. Yeah, He's trying to be the guy that's, Let's just say LeBron James leaving Cleveland. He's trying to say thank you to the fans. And, of yeah. course, the fans throw in his jersey, right? Naturally, he goes back years later and rectifies it. Right. But anyway, he's trying to say, look, no, no, we're on good terms. There's no bad blood. I, and he even says, I did not ask. And this is wordplay again. I did not make some big contract demand. But you have to think, and we don't know this, did he have 30 days left in his deal, however it was worded, where he can negotiate? Does he have the right to call somebody? Because I have no doubt he's an agent. He does acting now. There's no way he yeah. doesn't have an agent. So does was there contract language where he could reach out and say, look, what about this? Because it's it's a very interesting situation in that you would think conceivably, right? If this was like, let's say the NFL or something, you're not going to pay a 50-year-old running back for a couple games, like four million bucks. It's ludicrous. But the wrestling business is such that Tony, exactly what you said, you nailed this. Because I said that I was talking with a friend of mine. At length about this, this has to be a broader strategy to say to the whole industry, hey, come over here. You'll work less. And to what you said about the negativity, I truly think that, and I don't remember what Matt Hardy said in his podcast, but after the Edge story came out, where it sounds like creative kind of pulled the rug underneath him with his vision for the Judgment Day, yeah, sounded like Edge started looking out the door. And just because he did an interview with Logan Paul Mania Weekend that a lot of people didn't pay attention to. And he said in it, basically, no, no criticism of WWE, but he cited how creative a guy he was, how important it is for him to, he didn't want to come out and re, outright say, I want control of creative, but basically, I really want to hand in it. And he said in that interview that he has a year left, which contradicts what he said recently, even though I think he's feeling it. I have no doubt, I, I have no doubt he's feeling it. But he said he had a wish list that he did not divulge. And I just think that, I think if he got what he wanted, this is where he was heading. 
because he does obviously we all believe he wants to work with Christian again. That was what Meltzer had Mania Weekend. I've told you a certain fabulous free bird. I'm 99.9% sure t- tells Dave a lot of stuff in WWE. Yeah, I've looked at that before. Yep. I just because who else would Edge confide in in management in WWE? You got to you got to think about that. He's not gonna and he thought this guy would would not go tell Meltzer about it because I don't. I'm convinced Edge and Christian have never really talked to these guys. I, just, I believe that. Yeah, I, I would believe you on that. Yeah, because a lot of wrestlers don't that I know of. Right, I think it. Not to say I'm not around the newer, younger guys, but yeah, there's clearly some connections with both companies where they people are getting information really quickly, whether it's true or not true. Oftentimes, it's a mixture. So that's why the Wade thing is so interesting to me because okay, Edge films a video. Edge felt the need to film the video, but he didn't feel the need to acknowledge the AW part, which yeah. tells me. Well, he did yeah. that too to try to diffuse the hate that was coming in because he yeah. we all can see when in the company, and I this is what people that know me, when, when right. all the hits started coming out on my character and all this stuff, it was like yeah. every, like it was it's like what is, what damage is this gonna do? There's no way, like we know the truth, but it's it's crazy. It, it over seven and a half years has done a significant amount of damage on it because right. and it's over and over and people just read something and believe it and then they don't accept anything else other than that is the truth so i think he recognized we all know inside the game when that happens you know when when like it's like the bray stuff this is where i was getting you know when he was out fighting for his life the ringside news stuff all that everybody and, but other other dirt sheet people were, were putting out right. things too and but that right. stuff gets regurgitated from other places as well right and and i just go the guy literally like this is enough is enough. Like with right. this, and that, that's the most extreme worst case example of like. But like this, the it just it bothers me to know when. But we could we could see like this has to come from somewhere when it comes out too. And WWE is notorious though; they will try to control the narrative and the story. Right, you nailed it. Yeah, because why else? Because and when if you have time, and again, I know you're busy as hell. I don't I don't pretend you're not. But if you have time at some point today, go track down. Uh, the initial Wade Keller report and the follow-up. Okay. I think they're both on the site unlocked. But basically, you can tell, and you'll you'll see this too. This is from Talent Relations. The part where it's coming from WWE is Talent Relations. So to what you said about controlling the narrative. Now, look, it's wrestling. Anything can happen. Can they come back to him and, and come closer to the offer? Of course. But given the way they wrote him off, and when I say wrote him off, they gave him an incredibly classy exit. But I really think that wasn't just so much as to honor him. It was say the fans, look, we did everything right by him. And yeah, but I think in, in his in two, the reason in even though he earned and deserves the, the best send off possible, they they are very petty and they but I think he sits so high in fans' eyes that if right. they would have tried to do him dirty, that it would have been just backfired on the company. That would have been a guy that like if, if he would have got snubbed and they just let it like kept him off TV and didn't give him a send off and he went to AEW. I think there would be resentment towards WWE with their hardcore audience. And they well, realize that's, that. That's the thing too. The one thing, and I mean, look, I thought that, so he said last week to a Toronto radio show, keep in mind, these by all accounts are not fans or asking very general questions. Yeah. I'm sure you, when you were WWE, you dealt with the, the, the kind of people yeah. all the time, right? It's just an obligation, but he volunteered that his contract expires in September. Now, look, he might be telling the truth. I thought there was a good chance he was going to be on Tony's private jet on Friday and he was going to show up yesterday. But if he doesn't show up Sunday at their Chicago uh, pay-per-view, Christian is in Luchasaurus' corner, could be an opportunity to debut him there, then I'm going to start to think, you know, maybe he was telling the truth about the September expiration. And maybe there's another dual meaning to that, which is he's saying publicly to AEW when he's actually available. 
because he said the end of the yeah. month. He was very specific. I think his exact wording was the end of September. So yeah. I don't. He could be telling the truth there. I don't know. I, I'm always suspicious at times with him because, and I don't blame him. Um, by all accounts, the fabulous Freebird told Meltzer that he was coming back from his neck at the Royal Rumble, and also um, PW Insider. If you ever see anything about travel reports, so now they're trying to say like they spotted somebody in the airport, right? They're, they're yeah. new wave reporting, but they have somebody in the WWE um, travel department that gives them the information about who's going to be on the flight. That's how they had Sting debuting at Survivor Series years ago. They had somebody say, "Oh, we have Steve Borden on this flight to this yeah. destination." That's so th- these guys do have some people. Like when when Danielson was imminently debuting for AW. PW Insider got a really interesting scoop in that he had been removed from all internal merchandise, video games, whatever. So these guys are, and, and that's the thing too, right? When the company has to know where certain information is coming from. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's interesting at times how they don't stuff that out if they are trying to keep this up. But as far as the edge thing, this by all accounts was the company allowed whoever to tell Wade Keller this. Because I don't think this person, I mean, you can narrow this down. Um, as far as who gave the information, but I think this was authorized. Who's and, in the my the only thing I don't know who's in talent relations right. now is so I know right. John Cone, I think, is in a position. Yes, I think that might be the guy that, that yes, I think that might be I think that might be because you gotta think about it. It's not it's not the high I mean I don't think is John is Cone working in like Laurenitis's or Carano's position? I think so. He's right in the proximity of that at least. I okay. I talk to him every once in a blue moon. Not right. a lot, but like he's always been the guy that I've talked to the most. He's always been very out of everybody that I've known, and, and I'm always skeptical of anybody yeah. in the company. Right. I've known him from developmental. He's yeah. always been uh the somewhat that I would I trust more than others in the company, right? Yeah, but you got to think, right? You got to think who would have that information because this Edge is not talking to these people. We know that, so you, you take yeah. Edge out of it. So the, there's people on the AEW side that must have told Wade, "Hey, he called and fished around from contract figures, yeah. or you know, somebody that they told told that information because it's it's a pretty it's a pretty clear picture that should unless anything changes, that's where he's going. Yeah, and I, I think you, I think he is, and. To and yeah. your comment on like you know with running backs in the NFL, pro wrestling is an entirely different right. thing in the sense right. that wrestlers can have their biggest money years in their forties and fifties right. in wrestling. And but yeah. the, you know not to say that it, if they take care of themselves in in like thirties, forties, and fifties, depending on and sparingly you know how you're used and what you're doing. But wrestling is the one thing that you can control how the matches and what you're doing. It's not the it's not the same as being an, an NFL running back where guys can burn out in their 20s and they're done with the injuries with it because it's not scripted entertainment with it. And you can't. You, but it, so it's yeah. different in that sense. But still, like you don't also want to be bringing in people you do if you're bringing them in for wrestling. You do want to be make see, make sure you can get you know enough out of them. But like, you know, look at Sting, how great his run has been there. But they have protected him and used him and. But he's like he's done way more than I thought he was going to do in AEW. Like I think he's got, and I don't know how because he's showing up now at like high. I don't even know what high school gym is what to call it. But he showed up at maybe in front of twenty people to to play around. I think, and this is so crazy to say this. I don't know. And someday he'll maybe tell the complete story. He seems to genuinely, genuinely be loving what he's doing. To the point yeah. where we knew before he always worked hard. Like, I don't know if you ever saw, he had a match with Kurt Angle and TNA years ago, and I've never seen, and I'm not saying he was ever lazy. I'm not saying that, 
but he was bumping and feel, like he was trying to match and nobody can frankly it's Kurt it's Kurt yeah. but he was trying to be there for every little thing and that was the one th- time where I'm like oh my god he's trying to match Kurt but his whole AEW I'm sure you saw him jump off the balcony a year yeah. or two ago yeah. oh my god like, my God, he's giving the fans, he's giving the company. And you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> we don't know this. But if you were Vince McMahon, only Vince McMahon would say, yeah, nobody wants to see The Undertaker and Sting. Who would want to see that? Oh, everybody but you. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like they're, they're giving him an awkward platform to go on his own terms and he's having fun. But one People thing, are having fun, I think. is the, yeah. I think a lot of us, too, that have came up in the business, we yeah. only know the WWE way in that kind of toxic, negative environment. Right, right, the, right, right. And I think now there's legitimately, and I know this from talking to enough people, where right. and not to say that there isn't politics and BS there, because there is, sure, but it, overall, because it's coming from the top down, Tony Khan is a entirely different, has a much different, more positive mindset than Vince McMahon. And, no, in the one and treats people we, better. We talk- We've talked about this before, and it, look, there might be something dropping later. Either Punk is suspended, or he might be trying to quit the company. I would just watch out for that. There's yeah. somebody, there's there's a reporter that by all accounts gets everything from him, and it's not PW Insider that's going with it this time. So it sounds like there could be a bomb later today, and it's just a reality of if that pen is put to paper on a new media rights deal, can Tony kind of say, "Look, fuck this," because look, I, let me just say this, okay? I think the guy and the guy is a compelling, compelling artist on the microphone. The guy's a compelling wrestler. But at the end of the day, look, how many, I hate to, how many fucking times does it take? Yeah. Like, how, I mean, it's just, I hate saying, cause I, I don't want, I want AEW to succeed more than anybody. And I think he's part of the equation to make that happen. But when he sat up there at that press conference, let me just say this. And look, I know you've met the guy and I respect his podcast. I respect how hard he worked as an independent wrestler. Yeah. But Colt Cabana should not be the cause of one of the biggest brawls and, and something that tarnished your brand. And yeah. Like when Cody said it tarnished, like Cody said that better than anybody. And I remember I was DMing somebody when that was happening. They kept telling me it's a work, it's a work. I said, there's no way it's a work because this doesn't, like all Warner Media has to do, okay? And, and this is why they're so lucky. They're lucky a police report was not filed, okay? They're lucky Warner Media didn't call them and say, look, we have the NBA rights. Are you we talking about the initial punk? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the brawl. The yeah. brawl, because yeah. all they have to do is say, okay, what is happening here? And then if the network decides that they want to start trying to regulate your product like they would in, in the, the event something yeah. like this would happen with somebody on their hockey deal, someone on their NBA deal, like these guys don't fucking get it. And that's what—that's the one thing about the Jack Perry punk thing. And I said this to a friend earlier. This is not normal for legit. Like I, I say Tony Khan is me with $12 billion. That's how much I love this. And uh, these guys don't, these guys aren't taking advantage of the opportunity of you don't have to work for the WWE. You can get paid high six figures yeah. or beyond that. You work once a week. There's no writers. There's no dipshit that's going to say, yeah. well, you have to read every syllable on this paper. It's like, no, these guys are not, they, these guys don't understand it. Like, this is the last, like, I don't know if you ever heard Richard Branson was playing around with entering the wrestling business after WCW died. But you're never going to see a billionaire like this come in again. Not just a billionaire. Yeah. Let's be clear. This guy was on message boards. He was trading tapes. Yeah. He was going to the ECW arena. I mean, look at his taste, right? Christian is his favorite wrestler. I mean, that's great taste to me, right? Yeah. Christian, is, I mean, but but just to get back to what I was saying about the pace scale. Uh, look, now, look, the Drew McIntyre thing, I like Drew a lot. I think Drew's very talented. I would love to know, does Drew want to be the guy? Or does Drew want to take the, the money he wants, work once a week, 
and be in great matches because that's the thing, right? And no, no disrespect. He wants to be the guy. That's great. He worked his ass off. Yeah. In WWE, and by all accounts, he doesn't feel like he's been appreciated for that. And look, the pandemic happened at the worst possible time, right? I mean, nobody. It, it is what it is at this point. But I think that Drew McIntyre has not signed a new deal because he's in a tag with Riddle. By all accounts, they want to turn him heel before he leaves. Yeah. He seems to be fighting that creative right now. But he. But this whole thing with the pay scale. You know Edge is going to tell everybody what he's making, and yeah. that's what makes WWE uncomfortable more than anything else because now it's it's not as simple as matching because Kevin Owens had AEW matched. He was going to go there. And I want to say he's making $3 million now. Yeah. And uh, Tony would not go to that point at that point because he well, – This is good to know. These numbers need to be out. Like oh, WWE has gotten away with murder for so long, and so many wrestlers right. don't really – so many wrestlers right. sign their first three- to five-year deals for so little. That it is, it is. This is why I really believe too. They've suppressed me when I left. They knew I was going to talk about all this, and I have. And but my, I've been discredited and silenced so long. It doesn't, it doesn't really make make waves with this. But I've been telling wrestlers and people have a. Every wrestler should have an agent, and every wrestler we should all know what he, everybody's making. This should all be. This should be made made, made to the public, known to the public. With well, it. you saw what I tweeted last night, and I know you took great interest in what I tweeted last night because now it's interesting. The UFC wants to oh, start yeah. trademark catchphrases. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I so this is UFC. So what's going to happen is and this is one of the reasons I said that UFC and with Vince is because Vince gave them the playbook when they had Dana right. fly out there initially right. many years ago. Right. When and he met him in his office, yep. Yeah, and and they in and, and smartened them up to the play the WWE playbook on manipulating and controlling talents. They right. are now so what UFC what my guess is that they had they had everybody looking over the contracts of WWE and UFC and UFC specifically. What can we take from what WWE is doing and incorporate them into our UFC contracts? Right. And this is and this is why I think they overvalued guarantee one of the reasons they overvalued and, and essentially gave Vince a bonus for the company is because he's going to end up making and saving them so much money with what right. they're going to start implementing into their UFC contracts. And they're going to start getting guys, you know, the Connors and those guys are going to be untouchable with that. But the, the new fighters with that, the guys coming up, they're going to get screwed royally. And they're going to go, well, where else are you going to go? They're going to they're, right. they're, they're going to do what WWE has done for far too long to, to wrestlers. Hopefully PFL, because I'm sure you follow this to an yeah. extent, that PFL wants to buy Bellator. They want to merge the rosters. They want to merge the infrastructure. And PFL great. wants to yeah, yeah, PFL wants to be the new competitor in the marketplace once they absorb Bellator. But yeah, to what you're saying, there's no doubt about anything you just said. I thought the same thing. I thought, oh, okay, so this is now the fighters are going to have. It. But the thing is, I think the wrestlers, the wrestlers might be making out better financially. But this is the thing: with the Endeavor merger, was this part of the calculus in not matching Edge's offer from AEW? Is was it as simple as? Because look, they see they they want to control talents as yeah. much as possible. Right. This is what Vincent and I'm telling people. This is right. all plays in with me with how big I was and was going to continue to get. They do not want that. They want to control, control, control. They don't want the people that can be mega over to get mega over. They don't want. They want the people that they want to pick and they can kind of keep it within a range, pay them within a range. I'm telling you, they know this from years of people, and they don't want the stone colds and rocks. Like they they don't want. They don't need that anymore in their eyes. They want to keep everybody at a certain level and, and they want that brand and that logo. You know, this is another thing. They just signed a deal in with the NFL doing belts for the, uh, all the teams. 
and they took uh, the Tony Tony's belt off the website. The Jags belt was removed. Yeah, uh, which is just but that's they're, they're they're finding more and more ways, and this is where Endeavor is going to come in. They're going to do this with baseball. They're going to do this with all the sure. sports teams. They're sure. going to work out deals where they're making these individual belts for the for the teams. Right. Where this is now just no wrestlers are getting paid for this. By the way, that's no. that's a logo thing with that, and so. They're finding more and more ways to become more, you know, profitable each year. The, the numbers are going to continue to grow, but they want to keep people. They, they don't like. They, this is why they've tried to hide the pay scale for so long. And I keep telling people, everyone, every wrestler, it, that this, these numbers need to be out there because well, everyone's going to make company. way more money with it. Yeah, they're a publicly traded company too. That's the odd part. They're a publicly traded company. Yet they're purposely not making their talents contracts available to the public yeah. and not even to be clear it's their colleagues yeah that's the real game here in that we want to hope that enough of these people are at each other's throats to compete for the top spot that they're not sharing their contract information because that's ultimately that that's why this edge story is so fascinating me. yes i'd like to see the moment with him and christian yes i'd like to see the debut but i say this all the time and i'm very inconsistent about this i want people like you people like all your colleagues to make the most money as humanly possible because yeah. this is just as cold as boxing it's just as cold as football it's just as cold as mixed martial arts yeah it's a shitty business that you get into because you love it and you're trying and people are trying to fuck you in management every step of the way because they're hoping you're not smart enough not even to collectively bargain because look the, the union thing and you've brought this up and you've made excellent points but i'll tell you too just before you go there yeah. wrestling though yeah. i believe wrestling and this will the backstage environment with wrestling, with the pay scales being known and wrestlers making more money, I, I wish everybody would understand and listen to this. The backstage environment would improve drastically if everybody was making an amount that they were happy with and they would not have the fear of being buried or losing or, or losing spots if they were being paid off of the physical acting role like in, on the contracts and getting getting fair pay in this. It, it, this is where people get upset with how they get booked because they know their pay is about to start going down because they're on shitty downsides and the company is going to manipulate their downside. And you can go, you can have a hundred thousand dollar downside, but have a million dollar year. You could also have a hundred thousand downside and not do anything and, and just barely make that hundred thousand and, and not be making any money. Like that's where that, that range of that gap of how everything can go up there can go with it. Whereas if everybody's getting the fair pay, and this is what I talked about when I wrote the pay scale blog, I'm not equal pay, but it needs to be more balanced with this that people right. did not want to listen to except for the wrestlers that all messaged me said, thank you very much for putting this out because right. I knew what I was writing it for. It wasn't for me. I was leaving with everything, right. but it's like there needs to be more balance in this and there won't be all these tensions and this, 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 the BS politics, this whole pay scale madness is from Vince McMahon's corrupt negative mindset of this. And so we need to, this is where a good with yeah. AEW and Tony, we can get away from this and things are going to continue to improve over time the more we get away from Vince and all of this, but that's, it, it is, it needs to improve and it needs to be out there with all that information. It, and I was just going to tell you, and I don't want to hug any more your time or anyone else I'll let you go on this, but I would just tell you if this, if I'm right about this, cause that's my, cause if he was making three and, and if you look at the reporting, it doesn't sound like they offered less. So that's a, that's a key part of this. It does not sound like an offer was a reductive offer was made here. It sounds like they stuck with what they were offering. It was outbid. I think what you're going to start seeing is Drew McIntyre at minimum, I think is going to want to go talk to Tony and have a conversation. And look, I don't know if that's a fit for him. I really don't know what he wants out of his career at this point, but if he wants the money, 
he wants to work less. He wants to have more say in his promos, whatever. Okay, fine. But WWE, and I will say with Drew, though, yeah. what will happen is, and this is going to be very telling, so he is not going to get treated like Edge. They will they will run him down and embarrass him, um, and they will put out lies on him if he doesn't resign. My guess right. is, is everything is kind of stalled right now, and it might be far enough away where they're still kind of like they're not complete. This is what they did with me right before I left. So, like, they put him in the IC title field. They'll get a big win for Gunther. And, but he's in a featured spot. We'll get a good payday with it. But he, he's putting him over with it. And then now, like, the riddle, it's, like, dragging their feet. They're going to continue to demote him on TV more right. and more if he doesn't sign the contract. So that's just something to look out for. Yeah. There will also be fake reports on his character, on him having a bad attitude. And that right. will get to get people to turn on him to make his life more difficult. It's the same yeah. playbook they use for everybody on it. I always tell you, though, the one to watch, and I keep saying this, I, don't, I think I mentioned this to you before, the one to watch, even though he's Mr. Rah Rah WWE in public, uh, Seth Rollins was caught watching Tony Khan's uh, press scrum stream right after an event, maybe four or five months ago, something like that. Yeah. He paid attention to everything AEW's doing. By, and I don't, I don't think that he's putting on a work here that he's really beat to shit right now. I think he does have legit background. I, I, so I just saw footage of him, and I, and I don't, I, I know him from working with him. I thought the same thing when I saw a clip of him. I yeah. could tell I could tell very easily because I have my back pain that I had of how yeah, I move. I could right. tell when a person's moving when they're in pain, and, and I thought that same thing. Yeah, so if you look at what's happening next year, and let me say this, I don't think AEW is going to get Becky Lynch. You never know. I don't think that's going to happen. But her contract is allegedly up in May or June. Rollins' contract might be up before WrestleMania. So Okay. That's going to be an interesting situation because we're going to see. We're going to see how Endeavor applies. They're the losing a lot of, man, you got a, the loss of, of, of Bray, Wyndham, here gone. Yeah. Randy's future is definitely questionable to say the least, With yeah. especially how many, if he is able to come back, it's not going to be the old Randy of, of every night, I don't think. With that Edge leaving, Drew possibly leaving, Seth possibly leaving, right. they don't have that many big stars there right now. That's why if MJF is not signed to a secret extension, which is what I believe, and I could be crazy because he, he bought a Tesla last year, and I think he was only on a $300,000 a year contract. Yeah. And my th I, my thinking is when he and Tony figured out whatever was going on, Tony knows what the, whether he's aggravated him or not, with him or not. This is a general, and you saw yesterday, this fucking guy got a kangaroo kickover. Yeah. This guy got a, a, a literal comedy spot in yep. a vignette over to 80 the guy is a special and let me tell you this, he's doing casting, amazing work right now with his stock has risen rapidly a casting director that has some brains is going to see this guy and they're going to be like why is he in a wrestling ring and not on our top rated sitcom yeah that guy is that guy's going to write his own ticket but if he is actually going to become a free agent I would just love to see now because of endeavors. Uh, They're going to be able to start signing people again because they haven't been, WWE hasn't been making offers from what I understand. No, no. Jay White, I told you this months ago. The Jay White thing is one of the most bizarre things because WWE immediately takes a 30-year-old and puts him right near the main event. In six months, maybe you give him a title run, whatever. But the MJF thing, Paul Heyman is already in MJF's ear. He's gotten close to him because, of course, he has. And Paul's already he, looking out for his net, his meal yes, ticket. Paul. And so if Paul's reaching out to him, Paul knows everything's coming to an end soon and he needs he needs another meal ticket. Right, right. Yeah. And so if he's available, guess what? You're going to see this kid put two billionaires against each other and he'll probably walk away. I bet he would walk away. 
maximum four million a year for someone his age. It would be the richest contract for somebody. I don't even know if he'd be thirty at that point. Yeah, but that's that's what's going to go on. But yeah, I don't want to keep it any longer. Love these conversations. Don't want to be. No, I love it, brother. Let me just ask you this to end with with Please. the with the punk stuff. So, do you Please. think there possibly could be? Do you? So, I thought that with this, I go because punk is. Here's the deal, and I know punk is a very controversial figure as people. He though, I had many interactions with him. And when he's when he, before we ever had any things, when things start going bad, he is he's very petty and he will do things like I I, I believe he's put things out in the past. Uh, he'll put the lies out. I clearly know he'll put lies out on podcasts, different sure. things. He'll he will he will blur the lines and in, in the truth. He loves being the center of attention though, and he's always had an obsession with wanting to be the leader. He had it in WWE when he wasn't. Nobody's the leader of the anybody. Like in that, it's like it's a bunch of grown men. He was like when he gave that locker room talk before, and everybody was like, "What the hell's going on?" And Cody's told it, Booker's told it, I've told it. Like nobody, like not one person in there was taking it serious. We were like, "What is going on? What is this guy's mental illness?" Like I, I can't imagine. Like, but like I can see. There's always been in wrestling. There's always been a fight of young and old in wrestling, or, or, or of veterans and newcomers. And where AEW has a lot of newcomers, and they have they have a lot of guys that have been in the business. For, and there's right. like, I feel like it's a very interesting time in wrestling, though, in like where, but you, this is where I tell people, like, you've got to have, like me being out, I try to have respect for all the talent and not like right. shit on wrestlers. because I know I want to come back and one, they're not going to respect right. you if you don't respect them. Punk right. is a very controversial guy and he's not afraid to like, to, to disrupt things and to like, he's, he's not necessarily afraid, afraid of, of confrontation no. with that, with, with certain people with this and i know this from the different things i've had with him and how he'll act and how he'll talk and like he'll back down if he knows he can't do anything to you but he still he'll then find backhanded ways to get back at you later but if he thinks he could take you he will do everything i think i really firmly believe this i think probably the way his ufc career went and with him getting just absolutely destroyed out there and like to his credit though he went and did it with it right, but i think that there's a, a a chip on his shoulder where he wants people to respect him and think he's a tough guy that I think he doesn't have amongst boys in the business with you know, that. It's like the Kent Omega thing when he called, because I firmly believe that press conference last September, he didn't think they were going to come to his locker room. So he didn't even anticipate with one arm because he tore his arm. He's got one arm. He's pissed off. And I'll just say this again. And I, and I know, I know you met him. I know he's a nice guy. I'm sure. And I respect his, I respect he tried. I respect he did everything he could to become a big time yeah. wrestler. But for this all to have started over Colt Cabana, that's what pisses me off more than anything. All right, because because yeah. we don't know. We don't know if Tony simply because look, when they started the company, they had to sign anyone not nailed down. That's why you had Marco Stun on national television. Yeah. All due respect. I'm sorry. Like no, they had guys on TV to fill spots that maybe necessarily would not. And I talked about that right. with what they did was an, it was it was unbelievable that they were able to become successful with not having a lot of named guys in the, the so but yeah, yeah I know what you're for saying the fight to start for the fight to all start over something like this and this is the thing I hate saying anything bad about Tony because I'm so grateful to Tony I'm somebody I watched TNA from the summer 2002 all the way to 2017 yeah. where it was a, a ship that was going underwater all right I've always wanted as much wrestling available as possible and for this these guys to get into a fight over Colt Cabana and also look Kenny Omega, I don't care what people say. He might be the nicest guy in the world. He's a brick house. There's no way Punk could take Kenny Omega. I just, I can't see universe. I, I don't, again, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. 
But for Punk alone to call three people, one of them being Kenny Omega, a brick house that could probably kill him if he wanted to, that's the thing there where it's like, these guys are pussies, they won't come to my locker room. And they did come to your locker room. And because of weeks in advance, and Meltzer even said this, and we know Meltzer talks to the elite, Maybe they don't talk to him so much anymore because they're they're trying to keep this stuff like off. Yeah. Like they're at least trying to do their part, not feeding him. But he had said if something is not done to mediate this, there's going to be something bad that's going to happen. And it's going to keep I brewing. Yeah. Well, and, and I talked about this before, like with the, the this thing, and I thought this all could have been like because yeah. the things arguments happen in wrestling, but most of the time, it, it, it with people that like, and I can just give you an example, like Bray Wyatt. Yeah. He's such a great guy, and he had massive success with that never once did I ever like me and Bray when we were wrestle never once and because there's such a great respect and love because we he just right. like if it's he's told he's going over it's like he's going over like and there's a lot of guys in the business like this and we all came from developmental and like but then when we were dealing with like punk was around during a little different era with some different guys and he wasn't part of like that crew he kind of acts a little differently and there's more politicking and different things and like most of the guys I feel like in wrestling all have pretty good attitudes and want the best for everybody. But there's some, and this is where egos come in, that, that you know, can cause a major disruption. And we're seeing this with it. And it's like, I just say the truth always wins with it. And and I just, if, if something isn't done and like, you're not going to like, my, here's the other thing with the elite with that, like at, that needs to be an angle on TV if this happened and they can make as much money with this as possible. But for whatever reason, they're not able to do this. With I think it. Kenny will work with him. I think Kenny will work with him. I don't think Mitch, Matt. I think Matt Jackson was the one out of the group. So I don't know if you read about this. Um, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, Kenny, Hangman. They were all going to go to the same destination together. Whether that was staying yeah. or going. And I truly think if the WWE had put on the same schedule offering, yep. which they can't because that would destroy their nucleus of the locker room. That would they couldn't do that. But I think Matt Jackson wanted to leave over the Punk thing. I don't think that Matt. I think Kenny and Punk could happen. But look by by. By everything that happened last night, and there seems to be a trickle of something coming today about Punk potentially not wanting to work there anymore. This is what I want to ask you, because I, I Triple H hates him. He hates Triple H. But when he went backstage in there at their Chicago Raw months ago, Punk tried to have a private audience with Triple H. And I think, look, this guy, and a lot of people don't want to talk about this. He was negotiating with WWE the same time he was negotiating with Tony. Yeah. And I don't blame him. He was trying to take the right place. Don't blame him at all. But it's the ultimate hypocrite act. They sued you and drained you of $2 million paying for their doctor to take you and Colt to court. They won. Ultimately, yeah. they won because they drained you of money. Yeah. That's what they did. So he might win the judgment, but they won the war. Yeah. Because they drained you of $2 million when you've tried to be frugal with your savings, right? So my question to you would be, would WWE take him back given, I mean, I, I don't, it would be such a weird they would if they have the power in the situation where they can right. Vince if they know that Vince can manipulate him and control him again and like right. then because yeah, Vince everything Vince this is where they've said it's all a game to him with it and it's all about and it, but if if Punk was in a position of power and wanted then right. then no but if they could if Punk is out of options and needs to be in wrestling and like then and they they can get the upper hand they would. Yeah, I mean, I think they would in a heartbeat and they would use them, but they would eventually ultimately get back at them, which is what I'm going to leave. I've talked about this before, and this is the Cody situation. And I love Cody and I hope I'm wrong on this, but they always get the last laugh and they're, they're, they're okay paying people a lot of money and letting you do all right and letting you do good. 
if they still get the, the win and what, how they want to get the win. And, you know, I, the people have talked about Cody trade, you know, with his trademark and he trademarked the yeah. pay-per-view names and made the trade for yeah. it. I think yeah. you brought that up with yes. that. And, you yeah. know, the Triple yeah. H sledgehammer. And I know they had some stuff that happened when he was there that he, Cody had told me about specifically that I know right. with Hunter and that, sure. that I won't talk about publicly, sure. Sure. but sure. that I just go, they, they will always find a way to get the last laugh. If you sign that contract for money and you don't specifically have certain things in writing with that and that which they, they don't they don't like to do a lot of times they will find a way to win which if they know your ultimate goal is to win the wwe championship they will dangle that carrot as close as they can to you over and over and over until it mentally destroys you and it doesn't yeah, matter yeah. how many millions you have at the end if you don't have that what they know is what you, you was that was your goal they know that they yeah. won and they win it and just to what you were saying just to what you were saying about cody um i think when tony opted to not pick up the option on his contract, I think he made peace with the idea that there was at least a great potential that he could leave. But it really does look like because Brandy, Brandy reading between the lines. Because I mean, if you watch, I don't know if you, yeah, I think you saw, I think we talked about this. You saw her last appearance there where she was put in a segment with Dan Lambert. It was a train wreck. And I'm of the belief, and I know, again, I, I'm of the belief that Brandy wanted to use AEW as a vehicle to get in with producers in Hollywood to have her own. Uh, cooking show or whatever it was okay. she wanted something and look all due respect all due respect when she went to japan years ago to do a match she broke multiple bones she didn't really by all accounts she wasn't expecting that to be physical and and to get to the larger point that was one of the biggest mistakes tony made early on cody didn't have the leverage because wwe wanted kenny and the bucks they didn't want cody yeah cody had no leverage to get his wife not just an office job because okay fine she i don't know if she completed her mba but she got close okay no problem with that but she wasn't good enough in the ring she wasn't compelling as a performer the majority of the audience took their ramones said we're not doing this every time she was getting an isolated tv spot and that last segment she i think they lost over a hundred thousand viewers her last appearance. And that week, she told a reporter, I want to earn a title. Well, what happens the following week? They're both out of the company. Yeah. I don't think that's a coincidence. But yeah, I don't want to keep it any longer. But the Brandy thing, I think eventually it's going to come out that Tony said, look, you know, I, I'll try and go as high as I can financially for you, Cody. But I don't want her on. I, I think yeah. at, at minimum, they, he, he didn't want her on TV anymore. Because it was just like, look, the fans, the fans are telling you with their remote data not not me just saying oh i don't like this person for whatever reason no data is showing you look fans are telling us we don't want her on tv we don't want this yeah and i don't know what because I, I i wasn't aware of all of that and like i'm not there i just know no, no. and i could tell you and I, like i knew brandy from the vitamin shop she used to work there uh and she was married to somebody else actually and i think she had, was getting divorced i was on my crutches after my ankle injury right i'd go to the same vitamin shop off of um, tampa off right. of uh i think it was dale mabry highway and right. uh that's where i first met her just a sweetheart and she always talked was always very nice and you know and when her and oh, cody yeah. got together and this is but i just want people like she's a right. sweetheart of a human being and right. she does work really hard and, and her and sure. cody are in love and have a beautiful family sure, but i do absolutely. understand there is you know i don't i don't know if wrestling and i and i, I don't i've never asked her this i don't know if wrestling is something that she was always is something she wanted to do or like right and like th there's levels to this of the passion with it and in the higher up you get like and there needs to be like there needs to be intangibles with with talent or different things to make up if you know for the passion or whatnot i think she loves wrestling and but she loves cody and i, I know like 
I right. understand him wanting to have her there because it's a very lonely time on the road if you're not with sure. your. And it, it, it helps sure. kind of almost. It's an insurance policy that you're going to stay together and have a good family if you're a wrestler, yeah, yeah. rather than being gone all the time. And you know, with that, so like I, I have all the respect in the world for wanting to, you know, him to have the contracts together to be there and that want her to be happy. But it is a business at the end yeah. of the day too. And, and that's why I understand what you're saying, like with Tony. And if, if you know, there's only so many spots on TV, and if maybe they don't know if she should be or not, I can understand all that. The one thing that you can look at is that they gave her what and I don't know if sham is too strong of a word, but they gave her a tryout last August at the performance center. Okay. To the point where it sounded like they suspended all the coaches' activities, where they came to the ring to watch her. And by all accounts, they wanted this to look like, at least to Cody, we're giving her every opportunity to show us something. Okay. We're giving her every opportunity. So what happened was after that, by all accounts, they didn't even give her an answer. They didn't call her back. She told a reporter that we now know talks to Cody because Cody said on the record they do communicate that um, she tried to make it clear there was a bidding war between her. She tried to make it look like she was on great terms with Warner Media, so she was trying to get WWE to pull the trigger on signing her. Yeah. And when she talks publicly now about this, she simply says it was her decision to stop wrestling, her decision. And that's, by all accounts, like just my opinion from reading everything, that's not true. They didn't want to hire her. It's uncomfortable. I don't know. You know, if I were and if I were WWE, though, with everything, and but this goes back to the Cody yeah. thing of like the whole, yeah. how, the, like, I would sign her and let her do a YouTube cooking show in, with a podcast under the WWE brand because you play cater and you make Cody happy. Yeah, yeah, that's what, but that, see, I don't understand. And, and she, and that can lead her to bigger deals with things. You're and right. like, and I, and I don't see, but there's an interesting thing, thing at play. If they're not doing that, that right. would come and tie into how they get back at talents where then you're not, not letting your wife have a job and in right. kind of in keeping you unhappy internally. This is where I talk about the people, those of us that are in the business, and this is why WWE has silenced me, is they knew I was going to talk about all this the moment I left. Without well, look what happened with Matt Hardy, Lita, and Jeff even in late, I want to say it was late 2000, well, let's see. Yeah, no, it was late 2001. The writing team, Stephanie specifically, were determined to do a romance angle with Jeff and Lita. Yeah. So Jeff and Lita and Matt all are uncomfortable <laughs> with this for obvious reasons. They say no. So they're taking off. They're taking off television. They only did house shows up until they all returned and got destroyed by the Undertaker at that Rumble. So they they will do like look at what happened with Miro, Lana, and Lashley. Vince doesn't believe it's this weird thing by all accounts that if he thinks that you cosmetically don't look the part to be dating someone so attractive, he has this weird perversion where he wants to try and end the relationship. So yeah. he does something on TV to make everything uncomfortable and put stress on your lives. This, by the and, way, goes back to yeah. when I said Miro, in which Miro got really upset with me when I said him and Lana, when, and I had a conversation with him at the time, sure. but this caused a, a, a disruption in our, our friendship, was right. went on the show on with Raj, and I said, I, th I said, Miro, I go, they're stupid for doing this. I didn't mean, I didn't mean it, it like that he's stupid, but that, but like I knew what Vince was doing when he started this right. and the whole cuck angle, and it's to embarrass you, and it's to cause real life problems in your relationship. Right. Whether we right. look at it as an acting or not, it causes right. a lot of problems. And I know how Vince is with it. And he didn't. He got yeah. really mad at me with that. And I apologized to him. I go, you know what? I go. I apologize for you saying that on the air because right. I can. I can. Resp I understand that. That I should have just messaged that to you privately. But it was like during the show, I wasn't planning on talking about it. Right, but it right. was. I did, and it, I was wrong for doing that to him publicly. 
with that. And I acknowledged that and I told him that, but it did cause a problem with us with that. That's who that guy, that's who Vince is at his core. And look, I respect yeah. the, the business end of it, but I think he's a, I think he's a jerk bag and he's a jerk yeah. person. This is my issue with him where he doesn't take yeah. away from the business or anything because no. it takes a special person, but he's, he's, he's not a good human being. This well, is you read that he got raided a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, and I'm waiting for everything to come to an end. I am too. I I am wondering that doesn't just happen by accident. No, it does not. Maybe somehow karma will finally visit Vince McMahon's door. Because look, I by the way, just on that, I messaged yeah. the, my FBI contact and I sent right. them over. I go, just so you guys are aware, and I go, I would appreciate if you just forward this over to the appropriate uh, department. <laughs> I said, this is what's been going on with my social media accounts. I sent them the paperwork with the NDA. It's illegal. Yeah. And I, and I said, I go, they've had me silenced for seven and a half years. And I said, I go, I would appreciate you guys just maybe checking emails or different things, maybe open some doors on some other things. And they just yeah. said, thank you very much. So we'll see. Like I, I always say the truth is going to win. It's going to come out with them on, on stuff. It, it's inevitable. And I, everyone's going to see like everything, not everyone's going to agree with everything, but my heart is in the right place. And I'm speaking right. for things for the business. And like, I love the business. I love wrestling. And I, yeah. I, you know, I've had it taken away and luckily I'll be able to come back and get my health back. But like, I just went yeah. through this stuff physically and with them and like all this corruption where it motivated me to telling the truth. And I hope, I hope people respect this over it. time. I'm glad that you stuck with it. Cause I knew at the time, I, I think at the time you were speculating that it was going to exceed six figures potentially to fight for this. And yeah. look, that was, you know, this, this is the thing too, right? Stone Cold's ex-wife, they're sitting down. Um, the ring moniker, right? To match, like you know, some I, the, uh, the 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 Ice Man, whenever he was watching a documentary on, she said, "Drink your tea before it gets stone cold." They should own that. Mm -hmm. They should own that. Not not them. They yep. should own that. And, and I don't know if you remember, he left in two thousand four. They lost Goldberg, Lester, and Austin all at once for different reasons. But he had a beer distributor that wanted to use his likeness. Yeah. Vince tells him, "Ah, oh, sorry, Steve, the shareholders." Would not like it if I let you have the name Stone Cold. He owns Austin. He doesn't own Stone Cold. So what does Vince do? Vince gives Dwayne the name The Rock while Austin literally rescued him from bankruptcy. Yep. It's just – he's a he, – and I just – People there used to pull me aside, by the way, that was there for all yeah. that. That yeah. when I was red hot and they told me and yeah. they knew some things were going on with me. Right. And they, right. they go, just so you know, they, he goes, he goes, he gave Austin and Rock hell. And he goes, and they, he goes, he will do anything to anyone. And they, like, they were smartening me up to be ready for what was coming. And I didn't even realize at the time that, the, yeah. but like there were so many good people there that were looking out for me because I genuinely, they got along with everyone who talked to people. Like, and so, and I was really thankful for that, but I just always go, like, oh, man, people think it doesn't matter what you've done for him or how much money you've made him. He is a certain way to everyone. No, like when he preemptively sued Martha Hart after the Owen fall, look, that tells you who he is right there. Yeah. Right? You didn't just say, you know what? We pressured somebody to get up here because he already said no to kissing Deborah on screen because he didn't want to insult his wife. He's a yeah. family man. So now he's on. He's up on this high platform. The structure is not rigged properly. You have to own that. And you, you didn't do. own that. It took Martha, I think, four years to get a reported. I think she got between 17, 18 million. Jeez. But you know what? The guy's not a man. And that's where, yeah. and not to, I'm not going to keep you in longer, but that's where this, this idol worship that comes into play with this guy. Like, look, I enjoy the moments that, that were on his TV, no doubt. But guess who's the ones creating that? The, the wrestlers in the ring. Yeah. So it's like, what on, I can, I've said this now, this is kind of my new go-to. And I shouldn't keep going back at these people, frankly, because it's not worth the time. 
but the WWE fan base is loyal to the record label. They're yeah. not loyal to the artists. And I will never, as a wrestling fan that loves this shit, and Will Ostry last night, you saw it. I mean, I got to say, I ate my words about Jericho. I thought, oh, I don't know. Jericho shut me the fuck up. Brother, that was a great match. It was. I, and I'm going to give Jericho all the props in the yes. world. Will, and, I, I, and, I, and I've worked with Jericho, and he's been on top for so long. And I, right. I, I was. this was the one match. I for the first time, and I've never questioned Jericho ever. Right, like, right. But I, but he thing is, he he keeps going and he keeps going, right. and like so, the it's like you think, are we going to witness a really bad Jericho match at some point where like right. everything right. falls apart? And like right. I think I will never doubt the man because he knows himself very well. Like with this, but my they put on one of the best matches of the night. They did. Yeah, they did. I couldn't believe. You know what? He did that Hurricane Rana sequence out of. I think Will was trying to put him on his shoulders, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's 50, 51. Okay. I was, like, saying to my buddy, we were all watching a big group of us. So I'm like, okay, I got to shut the fuck up about you. Because they don't want – Brother, I'm telling you, he, he is put together it, – it, but by the way, to go yeah. do that after seeing his fucking entrance with his band, like, right. the amount – and he's doing Fozzie concerts the whole week over, over there in England. Like, I, I don't think people – I'm telling you, and, like, just for – and a lot You're of people right. know this guy is a once in a lifetime special human being of like, he's so good at wrestling too. He can go do all these other things. And then yeah. still like, because at that age and with like injuries or different things, like in mere mortals, like you're going to have an off night at some point. You, you, it, it would be human nature to have just an off match at some point. Like I'm telling you, or anytime he's ever like, he put on a little bit of weight, like he nipped it in the butt and got right back and got into the best shape ever. Like, He's yeah. finding ways, and like I think this was a match because Will is it in his prime and at such a high level where maybe th people thought, oh, maybe there's too big of a gap. You know, no, not at all. Like that match, I, I was, I wanted, I'm glad you reminded me because I wanted to mention that on air. Like yeah. that was one of my favorite matches of the of the show. The thing about Will that's going to be interesting, by all accounts, he doesn't want to leave London. He loves living there. Yeah, the New Japan schedule allows him to. He's a star, man. Oh my god, is you just a we. <sighs> I, I can't. I don't even have the words. He is one of the best wrestlers I've seen the last. 20 if, years. if he if he had to and like care if uh, that guy if they can keep him on TV every week and get the character development in and and let that start really shining. Like if he was a, in WWE and had the WWE push the machine behind him yeah. with that, I'm you know in like you, you know like a Seth Rollins, yeah. and like and he's they're able to find ways to kind of showcase your character and give you a little bit maybe it's a little bit of a gimmick on top of what he can do. I mean, you're talking fucking megastar. Like, that guy's... He doesn't want to live in the States. That's the thing. Yeah, and I respect man. that. And that's... He wants to... That's the, What's the purpose of life? To make a bunch of money and be unhappy and away from right. your family? Or, like, have love, happiness, and balance and live and do what you love? I think he's going to get a very uncomfortable offer, though, yeah. in the sense that it's going to... But, yeah, I don't want to keep... He's, he's going to be a major player for years to come. Yes. And, like, it, it yes. was... I, I think that's safe to say. Yeah, awesome talking to you as always. I don't want to keep you any longer. I, I mean, again, love talking. It's always a blast. But have a good rest of your day. And again, I hope that uh, that Chase situation, everyone saw that. Everyone's been monitoring that. I really. We're like just awaiting the DA, and I pre. It's right. it's, it's, it's going to get processed, and hopefully a minimum yeah. of two to fifteen years. So we just got to wait for it to get processed. Good. All right. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much. You too, Mike. Thank you, brother. All right. You too. Greatly appreciated. Love talking to Mike, man. You have great insight. I said it from the beginning. People just unbelievable insight to the things going on. Let's follow that up. Let's get Shawnee on. What's it? We can't have a show without having Shawnee on. Shawnee, happy guy. Monday. Happy Monday, big guy. 
Sorry to keep you waiting there, Mike. Is no, the... I, I love I love hearing other people talk, man. I don't mind waiting. I I, I love uh, that guy. Mike has some good stuff to say, oh, brother. Uh, he's he's very smart. He's he's yeah, yeah. and he's respectful, which is what I like most about him. Same, and uh, I, there was a couple things I would like to speak on though uh, that I know personally. Well, I I, I believe that MJF already signed, uh, resigned with AEW from from people that I know. Well, and you would know that because you're close to people that are good friends with them. Exactly. So I I am like ninety five percent positive. I'm you know obviously things get said, but uh, I am like ninety five percent positive he already signed. I would I they, I wouldn't be shocked by that one bit. Yeah, and and it was during that period when he was out and playing that gimmick of you know I'm gonna go see Vince on a plane and all that yeah. stuff. That's when he resigned. So uh, you think that Tony is gonna let his own uh, his only homegrown talent, like one of the only homegrown talents, leave his company? No way. It's you better know? to sign him up early than to let that because exactly. then to let all that fuel and speculation and and then the exactly. yeah yeah. But, but the good thing is you could still play it as an angle because the fans don't know whether it's true or not. Yeah. So when 2024 comes, you know MJF is going to be like, hey, I'm going to Vince and trying to get a contract. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that, that definitely that, – that's probably why they haven't really put that out there, yeah. Yes, so I, I I think that's great, but yeah, most of what he said was pretty accurate uh, from from what I know. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, I, ha- I I I heard you talk about the show. This kid, Will Osprey, um, and for people that don't know, like I'm like I don't watch every week. Like I'm not a weekly wrestling watcher. Like I watch pay per views mostly, and I'll watch to support Matt Cardona and uh, and Brian Myers, like, on Impact or yeah. NWA or GCW. Like, I'll watch those shows. Um, but, like, this pay-per-view was phenomenal. Like, I, I, and, and I actually am opposite of you, big guy. I actually liked that there was no breaks. Really? I do, I do agree. Like, I think there's, like, an in-between, like – you're right. There needs to be like some. I just need a couple reset points for the. <laughs> yes. I, no, I get what you mean for sure. But I like that it's so continuous because it keeps your focus the whole time. Yeah. Like someone like me, like my, I have ADHD and my focus is shit. Yeah. Cause know? Shawnee, if they go, if they cut to a scene of, of, uh, of uh, Matt, Matt, the young bucks touring London with hangman page and like taking pictures out there, Shawnee was like, oh, fuck this. I'm going, I'm going to go get a fucking burger. And then you miss the next three matches. And like, so they go, fuck, let's just keep the matches going. We need, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Shawnee's like, fuck this. I'm getting, I'm going to fucking get Buffalo Wild Wings. I can't take this. I need more. <laughs> But I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm like that. Like if something, I'll go, I'll go walk the dogs or do something. I'll take a break on it. So, but I, I stayed and watched the whole thing. So it does work. You are right on that. No, a hundred percent. Like I didn't stop watching it. I, I I watched the whole thing through and I'm like, wow, I don't remember. So I, I, this is just a little fact, like what shows you, um, I have a pretty good, like a lot of people now, they like short term, uh, short like film media, like the shorts and the reels, yeah. and the TikToks, the short clips, I, the short clips. Yes, thanks. 
I have been kind of uh, like against that, like because I know if I ever do go and do that, I know that my focus will be even worse. So I watch YouTube like basically all day long. I, you know, I work from home, so like during my calls and stuff and my meetings, I'm always watching YouTube, and I watch like documentaries. I watch Ghost Hunters. Long <laughs> story short my youtube premium something happened and the account like <clears throat> stopped like you get no ads uh, and yep. you can and you can uh listen to the youtube videos while you're on other apps and if you don't have premium you don't get that and i'm telling you big guy i didn't realize how much i hate ads <laughs> <laughs> i was like i will pay they just raised their price from like uh it was like 12.99 now it's like Twenty ninety nine or something like that, and I was like, I would pay thirty dollars at least a month not to have those ads on. They're gonna, Every they're gonna. Month. Your phone is listening to this, and they're gonna have a new renewal <laughs> next month showing up of that. That's like our phones are listening to everything. They're gonna literally go. This guy will pay twenty nine ninety nine. Let's send him a renewal next month of a price increase. Nobody else is getting this except for Shawnee. Hundred <laughs> percent. Get that guy. Get him, man. But I, I. I I watch, I literally, we don't even have cable anymore. I have Hulu live TV. I um, thought about I, that, yeah, with all the options we have. My oh cable's man. expensive now with everything. Oh, uh, we were paying like $300. Bro, that might, my internet and cable in, in is 300 a month. I go, shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so now we just pay for cable. It's 60 bucks a month that we have the fastest internet. And uh, with everything included, with Hulu, we have Hulu, Netflix, um, like I said, I have the Hulu Live package, which is like 35, 40 bucks. Netflix is like 20 bucks. So, like, if you put it all together, it's still cheaper than that. And you have a million things you can watch, like yeah. Amazon Prime Video. I have Hulu. Is Hulu regular TV pretty much? Hulu, if you get the TV subscription, yes, you watch It's regular TV. You get all the channels that you want. I might have to look into canceling my cable and doing that because I have Hulu on my TV and I never even thought of that. Because I was like, "What am I going to do with my sports when I?" That's that's what I. That's why I haven't canceled it because of like I, like NFL or different things. I want to. Yep, but you watch an episode of Bar Rescue. Sports, so like if you, and like here we get the Jets and the Giants and, and yeah. the Mets and the Yankees. Um, but it, wherever I'm going to look into that. Them. That's thank you for telling me that because that would be. You, Welcome. Cut down on it's, that. I, I don't. I don't. I can't. But my mom watches TV, and so. But yes. but if as long as she has the Hulu that I can can on the you just hook the Hulu up to the smart TV. Yeah, guy, which I have them on everything. Man. So yeah, that I might. I'm going to take a look into that. Yeah, it was. It's really change. It's really life changing, and you have so many more options. You can watch. Like I, we have. Uh, me and my wife, we watch our Netflix shows, our you know, our uh, Apple TV shows. Like it's just, it's just. There's so many options now. It's ridiculous. But what was like, your What was your favorite match last night? Was uh, you, I, you, the opening with Punk and Joe after him and, and Perry got into it? What was your What's the favorite? That was. I love. I, I love. Um, I hate Punk. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I think Punk is the biggest bitch in the world. I, 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 he's one of those human beings that you look at and you just know to stay away from that person. Like, just from my people reading, like, if I met Punk, I would stay as far as humanly possible away. Uh, I met his best friend one night at a comedy show. His name is Cody. Um, 
Cody, he was, uh, hold on, let me tell you his name, because uh, I messaged with him after, um, and he was a minor league um, baseball player, Cody Decker, his name is, Okay. and he's a, he was a minor league baseball player for, um, for the San Diego Padres, and he was, he has like all their hitting records, but he never, he made it to the big leagues and he sucked. Okay. But he was a nice guy. A nice guy. Nothing bad to say about him. But he was other, other than he sucked. Absolute worthless league. piece of shit. But nothing. Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> I told him. I said, bro, you just couldn't make it. No, yeah, it's, it's not. It's so many don't. He got. He made so it more than majority don't. of people. Will how far exactly. he got? Yeah. Like, Runs in their minor league history. Bro, we all peak at different times, man. It was that was exactly. his. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and uh, I peak when I'm having sex. <laughs> <laughs> I peaked in fifth grade when I was fifth grade president and promised the school more tether balls and snacks and delivered. <laughs> For 30 seconds a day, I peak. I come out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the best 30 seconds. Oh, <laughs> big sausage in the house. really enjoyed and I it's it's kind of wild because I'm not the biggest Omega fan and I'm not the biggest uh the twins fan. I'm not I'm not a big fan of those guys. But I really enjoyed their match yeah. and I enjoyed Same. the Osprey match. Yeah. I would have to say probably the Osprey match was my favorite. Out of how many cheeseburgers would you give it one through five? I would give it like a four and a half I, I wish you would start doing online, just start randomly doing reviews on Twitter, please, with the burger emoji for the matches. We need to replace Melcher's rating system I, I with, with a new updated burger system. How many burgers do you give it? Like Shawnee Burgers. Yeah. Dude, brother, this is going to lead into a new business for you. The Shawnee Burger eventually. The Shawnee Burger. It'll be called the Big Sausage, but it's just a burger joint. In 20 years, this is where you got your start was calling into the Ryback show where I told you that he's just going to take off. Yeah, he, it, he's good. Whatever it, it is, it, 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 he has it. Like, yeah. He just, when he came out, uh, and what I loved about it was in the jacket lining, he actually had sewn into oh, uh, oh, the names of every promotion that he wrestled for, yeah. in, in his, uh, which I loved. I think Cody did something like that, too. Um, uh, when he went to WWE, I think he uh, he had like something of, uh, in the lining of everything that uh, all the all the all the things that he wrestled for, all the companies, yeah. which I like, you know, because these people forget where they come from sometimes. Um, I'm gonna come back having a fucking feed me more nutrition logo on my singlet. That's it. That's all. That's it. <laughs> Hashtag hungry. Just free promote. I'm gonna look like Brock with the Jimmy John. Just all feed me more nutrition everywhere. But, who would, like that's what I'm saying. Like nobody can stop you from doing that, big guy. No, I don't. I don't. I literally, this is why I fought to have. But it, again, now, now I've just got to get fully healthy, cleared, and then, then now I've got to finish everything and complete it and make it worthwhile owning my name. So 
Yeah, my is, question to you is, do you think Jericho was good in that match, or do you think that Osprey is so good? No, Jericho was great in that match. So it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how good an individual talent is, if Jericho was any way not not great. That that like you have to there's this is where I talk to you guys about like timing and, and like yeah. being there, whether you're whether you're giving a move or, or giving a move. This business, everything is timing on it, and Jericho has impeccable timing and balance on that, in which that's like, but like what happens is if you start losing a step and like you start getting slower, that your timing could be off with that. But he, he was not, and he's not showing any signs. He's clearly, we're all getting older every day with it. He's still competing at a very, very high level. Like that was like, he like, man, like, I don't think that's why I was saying like people like the typically wrestlers, like with the, the longevity that he's had, you would start seeing like a steep decline by now. Yep. He's not had that. That's why he I think yep, he yep. he's in, in fact he's gotten like in many ways he's gotten better because he's he's able to to work with younger guys and he knows what because part of this is he he knows he probably knows where he's not the same at he knows how to hide any weaknesses that he might have he knows how to put together matches and where it features the other guy it works in his favor yes. yes and he's and that's part of being great like this is why right. he's in a whole I'm telling you. He's like putting together the the body of work at this stage of his career. Is was I, there anything more in Chris Jericho than coming out and singing your own song, bro? That like how like I don't think people do you understand like how much work and like like that you have to you have to rehearse that with people and like go the timing. He's out doing concerts during the week and like <laughs> this guy is living the like he is truly living the rock star life and delivering like that's what I'm saying. Like because sometimes if you like spread yourself too thin. Yes. You like, like he might not have had the time to put together the mat. Like, no, like not only did he just not only pull off that. I think that's the first time anyone sung themselves to the ring with yeah, that. Yeah, it was. That's what he said. He said, yeah. like, and, and and then in pulling off that match, it's like this is why it's never one person on that. Like that, if he was in any way, shape, or form not able to like that, that would have we would have seen it. So it would Jericho. even be more apparent with a match like that. Like if if things were off, so. I love Jericho so much, not only as a wrestler, I like him as a person. Bro, he, he's, that- I'm telling you, I, all the guys I worked with, he always, he would always make time and talk to me and like ask if I had any questions. He'd come up to me. He talked to me like when we weren't working together. If he saw something like he's like, what's going on with this? Or he, he Matt, he's, I'm telling people, he's so yes. fucking good for wrestling. And, and his his podcast, he talks about like ghosts and aliens and he uh, like true crimes. Like he talks about everything. On yeah, his he's like he he like he just he, he's normal. That's yeah, the best he's way. Normal. He's he's yes. a normal guy that fucking just loves wrestling, which is like like that's how I feel. Like the, I, I love the way that you said that. It's yeah, true. rather than it's like normal. some people that can have like a mental fucking illness, like <laughs> like like to wrestle. Like the guy's like. He's like a normal fucking dude that can go to a hockey game or go to a baseball game and like not talk about wrestling. And like, and then he also is just fucking loves wrestling. This is like what I try to say, having that balance of like, he doesn't just like talk about wrestling 24 seven. Yeah, you said it last week. You were like, guys, like, you know, that's why I like talking to Shawnee because I, I don't only talk wrestling. And that's like, it's so important. I think people, like, everybody, when they see you or whatever, when they talk to you, they all they think of is wrestling. Yeah. But you're a freaking human being. Like, yeah. you do more things than just wrestle. I fucking like, eat yeah. chips. <laughs> you eat chips. <laughs> 
Some people message me and think they're insulting me. They're like, you're only going to be known for, no one's going to remember you for your wrestling career. You're only going to be remembered for eating chips. And I'm like, well, fuck, that's one more thing I'm being remembered for than you. Block. <laughs> Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, bro, do you know how much talent you have to have to go? I went viral eating chips. Like, who else have you fucking seen? I should be endorsed by Ruffles right now. I should be on every Super Bowl commercial. I literally went viral eating potato chips in my kitchen, do making fun of an ASMR video. And like, you should really look into it, big guy. I'm not even joking. I will. I don't want to. I, I want everyone else to message Ruffles and say, "Sign the big guy." No, I know. You don't want to go. The moment I'm back, together, everything. I'm telling you, this stuff's all gonna come together. It's all gonna hit. I'm telling you, it will. It will. Something happened while we were live, big guy. So, uh, NFL released these belts um, that are uh, that are uh, WWE license. Me and Mike uh, were talking about that. Yes, so uh, they just put them out, and uh, the the Jaguars, which Tony, uh, his dad owns, and him, they already either, uh, apparently they sold out in seconds, but other people are saying they took it off. <laughs> it's not available, like, literally seconds after they went up. So either a bunch of people bought them really quick, or fanatics took them off. And uh, Fanatics wrote back to a fan that wrote, where are the Jaguars ones? I saw it. And they, they wrote back uh, on Twitter. They wrote back, they these ones sold out uh, quickly. Um, well, they may have if people bought them because of the deal with WWE with Tony Khan. Yeah, uh, they want to get Tony to sign it. That's what my friend John said. Somebody, <laughs> they just wanted to, before they, they might not allow, I don't, because if, if that might be a deal where they might not have any say in that because it's an NFL deal. They sub-license it, yes, exactly. And the teams, and it's just, well, they'll get paid for it still, but like they that, they, but that's not, so... Either fuck it, who cares? Like that's they're 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 getting money off of it. So that's yeah, actually so they, if I'm them, I'm like all for it. Like fuck WWE, pay us money. We're okay. So the, the guy says they removed the Jaguars title belt from both the WWE and NFL shops. I love this, and uh, which is weird because wouldn't they just put sold out though if they were truly just sold out? And then somebody writes just fanatic support, and then fanatic support writes back, "Hey there." Those sold faster than we could have ever imagined. I would, I would keep your eyes peeled for a restock in the next few days. Ah, well, we'll have to see if they do that. Re, I would think that that, that they're being honest with that because of the sub license deal with the NFL. Yeah, they can't control. Like, listen, I, like as much as I would, I would feel the same way as Tony. Like, hell no. Like, that's my competitor. If, if you're my, I love people so much, but like, if, if I were him, I would just make fun of it and just take one of them and do a video and put AEW logos on it. That's the other way, right? There's two routes you could go. You could go like f you, like let's get this removed, or just make fun of it and have fun with it. Or I would sell if I were them, I would make their own Jaguar belts with the AEW logo and, and put them on their website just for their. That would be even better. They could probably do that with his dad owning the team. I'm sure they could do that. Somebody said, uh, my friend John said, um, imagine if Tony bought them all just to resell them. <laughs> Brother, that, that, I wouldn't be shocked if he did buy them all. That wouldn't shock me. But and, and then he'd definitely just switch out the plates with AEW plates and resell yes. them for twice the cost and double your money. <laughs> yeah, those belts are actually beautiful. 
beautiful. I saw one in person. Uh, it was a Boston Red Sox one when I was at the Major Pod Live event. One of the fans had it with them, and uh, and it was beautiful, man. It was very oh, I well made. I'll tell you, that is a great business deal by WWE. That is, they're going to make so much money. They're going to the floodgates that. are open with how strong that brand is with champion. They're going to do that with every. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be shocked if they're not working on deals with every major sporting organization. Oh, absolutely, because they did MLB, and then they're doing NFL now. Yeah, uh, NHL, every every player, they know that's right. All the players are into this shit with that, yep. but like in the fans, that, that fan base crosses over. It just adds to the bottom line. That is whoever came up with that. Was, that's a smart, Genius. smart yeah, fucking they move. They should have done it years ago, years but ago. But this is why they have the people in the Endeavor, like they're going to, I'm telling you, these companies are going to find ways with the, the, the merging of the minds of like in some good and some bad. They're going to make more money than ever. Yeah, because you got two scumbags. Yeah, um, it's like you got <clears throat> Dana White who pays those fighters on the bottom absolutely nothing. Yeah. And they're, they're they, they need to literally work second job. Bro, it's crazy. People are this is why like Francis Naganu and they, they did the same playbook when he went to the PFL. They put out all I, I've met Francis. He's one of the nicest human beings. He is like, like, no, he didn't know me with that. He was like literally the most respectful guy. And maybe he did know me. I don't know. I didn't fucking like, but like, he, he's just like very, but every people I know that know him that, that have worked on me, I talk about how great of a guy he is with that. And I could yeah. just, and then when they were putting out all the fake stuff on him and like the guy was like, his English isn't the best. And he went on to some of the shows and I felt like he couldn't defend himself as well as somebody that could maybe that was was maybe speak a little bit English better English language. Yes, yeah. Yes, and like because yeah, he was getting yeah. asked some I could just tell he didn't and like but he like they put out this shit to try to damage his character and people to make people start hating him that like and it, it's like it's the same thing. It's that WWE playbook, which is why I'm just so adamant. I go the truth is going to win. Just fight this. Because this is the fucking story is going to change sooner than later. Well, but Dana, the, Dana's been sucking Vince's ass since he's been brother, alive. So it's um, they they oh they're merged at the hip now with all of oh, it. So yeah, forget about it. And and to me, like I love how the fighter. You ever notice, big guy? In my time, I've noticed this. All the real tough guys are never ever tough guys in real life. They're such nice, gentle yeah. human beings because they don't have to prove themselves to anybody. They know they can literally kill you yeah. within a, within a minute. You know, like unless like you're Nick Diaz or Conor McGregor, then you you know you you get your a few occasional assholes. But most of those fighters are. Uh, I met the Gracie brothers. Um, yeah. I think I think they're called. And uh, we we were at a strip club one night, and they were there, and they couldn't have been. Nicer. And these guys they just like want to see some people. pussy like everybody else and have a good time. Exactly. <laughs> they can literally kill us in like yeah. a minute. And they couldn't have been nicer people in like in the world. Well, like, to they, a lot of people, like in fighters, and not all of the fighters, but like some like a lot of them too are like self-development or like they know in fighting a lot of fighters, even if they're not even big into self-development, like reading or, or audiobooks, they've been humbled and they understand like they're they're not they're not competing with themselves. They're competing to be the best version of themselves and to learn. And they've been humbled and through training and fighting and like they, they've learned to like not be as judgmental and like to, to always give people respect unless there's a reason, you know, they, they like, unless you've done the training and I've gone through a lot of it and it's like, it's, it, it just teaches you to be like, you're just, you're typically by default kind, unless you have a reason to where you have to like self defense. Like, so it's, yep, I agree. Because yeah. like, especially in this day and age, like if you got to be like the Connors, Connor does it most of the time is very nice. It's when if somebody you never know, like 
uh, what is it, play alcohol or different things too, but like yeah, I love Connor just because he's Irish. Connor, man, he just <laughs> says some some crazy shit sometimes. So I, man. Connor, I worry though if he's coming back. Like when I see him out partying and drinking, and like with the company just making millions of dollars, and like it's like, man, it, it's hard to be as motivated as you once were with all that, and like and rightfully so with it. But like I hope if he does fight, he just he dedicates himself to a hard camp and like sobers up. And, and I'll tell you this, like. As as me, like a just a normal human being, like if I ever got that rich, I don't think I would put my head uh, on the line like that anymore. To be honest, you know. Yeah, well, but you love it. That's what like like too. It's when you love something. It's like when people and this isn't. I'm not the level of Connor or anything, but like with like people, my doctor too, and people like, why would you go back to wrestling? It's like, well, one, I never wanted to leave. I love it more than anything, and there's a lot I want to accomplish still with it, and like like it's why I've worked so hard and wanted to get my health to feel good. But like, I want, like, I know what I have at stake. Like I don't want like my career, like to, to be left with, I know a lot of people love me that know the truth, but a lot of people don't like, I don't really like, you know, I don't want that to be, Oh, I, I was never unsafe. It's not, I don't like remember. a lot of the lies that have been put out there. I never did, but I, people, I was coming back regardless. That just adds extra motivation to it. Like, no, the truth is going to win. I'm going to make sure. And it makes me even more like hungry with that but like i love it like i genuinely love it with it and i never wanted to leave it so it's like that's it's, it's hard to explain to people that that when you love something though you know others by sometimes no, you, you I, have to retire I'm, I'm so passionate yeah. I, I i'm a passionate person i love i love if i do something i give it my all like even with this show like i love coming on and i make sure i'm up i was gonna take a nap and i was like you know what i gotta stay up for a big guy ah, like, i appreciate you <laughs> by the way i have i saw i didn't get to i gotta follow you on tiktok speaking of passion I, you were very passionate doing that penguin dance <laughs> I know you did. I'm gonna go follow you on. What's your TikTok, Shawnee? What? Give everyone. Uh, let me tell you. Hold on. I don't really use it a lot, but I I have some good ones on there. Let me read this super chat real quick while you're looking. Uh, Hakata Police says that was great with Mike. Please bring him weekly. Yeah, I agree. I love having Mike on, man. Yeah, Mike's up. Mike's really good. Man. We could yeah. If, if we get Mike once a week on here, that'd be for for weekly updates. I would. Yeah, he's like he's like the good version of the dirt sheet. Yeah, he's like every he's like this is why that's why I like talking to him. He's just respectful. Like he understands he can he can state his opinion on other things, but he doesn't do it like in a mean way. But he gives he has good like I I can just know talking to him he knows what he's talking about. Like yeah, I can, it's at Shawnee Caulfield, big guy. So it's just at my name, Shawnee Caulfield. That's every that's your TikTok. So everyone go follow <laughs> Shawnee. I'm gonna go yeah, follow him after this. It took me a while to, to think of that name. I'm sorry. How long did it take you to get that penguin dance down? I It took me five minutes. It's not the best dance, but I, I, it took me like two tries to get that. Oh, man. I haven't even, I didn't even, I haven't studied the dance, but I looked, I saw it. I go, I'm just going to put my chip eating video up with that. I'm going to, I don't dance on there. That's the thing. I've gotten all my followers without dancing. A lot of people think like you got to go to TikTok and like whore yourself out and start dancing. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm just going to keep doing my stuff. And I've grown <laughs> to be the most followed, active, non-active pro wrestler on, on TikTok. I, I, what I do is I just say, uh, I, 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 I just, um, I, I edit them correctly. Because even if the dance is not so good, if you edit it right, it could look good, you know? <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. Wait, somebody's saying, wait. 
Oh, I thought somebody said Punk was suspended for eight months. That didn't. I don't think that's correct. I, I think that's a shoot. I from what I heard, I, like I said, I know people. Like from what I heard, that's a shoot. Um, and the Jack Perry CM Punk situation. Yes. Yes, and Jungle Boy is a bitch too. He's a little bitch uh, in real life. Like uh, I, I met him at WrestleCon. He seemed like I, I just went and said hello to him. But I didn't. I didn't talk to him for too long. I just it was a brief yeah. conversation. But I, so I wouldn't no. know anything. The way he treats you is going to be different, right? You know. So because like you too, because uh, I'm the big guy. Yeah, you're a big guy. You're a colleague. You know, yeah. like he knows that you're a wrestler. Uh, but from what I've heard about him, he's not so nice. So. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, it's not. I mean, That's I interesting. I am. I do know. I, I'm curious to know if that story, because if he wanted to use real glass, that is that to me is. I don't know the specifics of the context of what the glass was going to be used for. Like if it was like a headshot or like, but like you never want to use real glass in any situation, um, <laughs> because you you could die. Like you could yeah. you could you yeah. could literally die and, and like and cause like Goldberg that they did a thing in WCW where. It was supposed to be gimmick glass or something, and he punched through it. Like, it messed his hand. Like, he was lucky not to, like, die. Like, it, you can slice an artery. Like, you got to be. That's what I was going to say. You can slice an artery and you're dead. Yeah. Like, like so if if there's any truth as far as, like, that, I, I am curious on, like, what the glass. I Like, I out of all this, I can care less about, like, people, like, being mad at each other. I just want to, I, the, in my curiosity is getting, I want to know what that glass, like, what, <laughs> what, what was it going to be used for? Was it like a Marty Jannetty real window? Like, what did he want to go? Like, that to me is going to be, I want to just know that information. If somebody <laughs> could find, like, the spot, like, the, like I just because I wanted, what is it going to be glass to the leg, like, to the neck, to the head? Like, what? I'm just trying to think of, like, what was the context of how this glass was going to be used? Because, like, that to me, I was like, if Punk was doing him a solid on that, like, that's, like, every, this goes for anybody in wrestling. You never ever want to use real glass for anything that's like that's like anything in wrestling like he could have said like oh this is real glass and it wasn't and and who would know right yeah it like, won't matter like but i don't it know if matter. that like like life is is far like i'm telling you this is not a road we want to go down we're like where we want to start then like, we're going to show the audience how much we want it by really really trying to kill ourselves like this is not the way to do this it's not going to help anything so, like, if somebody can just give me the information on the glass story, that's to me. This is the most important piece of information. And I, I like Moxley too. I do. I like Moxley. I, I love the wild thing entrance. I love how he walks yeah. through the crowd. But like, how many times do I need to see you bleed, bro? You know, like he does like to bleed. But I mean, it's his, if it's he's getting it over, it's his deal, man. It, it's like part of his gimmick. So. Yeah, they, they stuck that uh, those chopsticks in his head or whatever. I'm gonna show up on I'm gonna show up on dynamite with a real pane of glass and just smash Moxley for the, all the shield stuff with a pain in Jungle Boys. I'm gonna be Jungle Boys enforcer. That's what we're gonna we're gonna use real glass and just fuck people up with it. You want to bleed, Moxley? I'll make you fucking bleed. Did you see the chopstick part? Where it was? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was thinking about how much I haven't had. I wanted sushi. I haven't had sushi in fucking months. Craving fucking sushi. This, see that? It's like you swing down the road five minutes and go get fucking $100 worth of sushi. Got it. And he's sitting there with the... It's like poking out his head. I'm like, is, he, is this a porcupine? Like, Bro, I, yeah, and they had to hit him. Like, they was stuck in his head all as one, and like he hit him, and then they... Boom, it turned into a porcupine. 
I know. I was like, this is like insane. Imagine just being like, yeah, yeah, hit it until it goes in my forehead. Bro, that, 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 <laughs> those things, I, I don't, the people like, uh, I've always, everyone's different though, like with wrestling and what they bring to the table of like yes. what they're trying. Everyone's just trying to kind of, I guess, find a way to stand out. And like, my thing is, is I'm fucking jacked. So I stand out. Yes. So I don't have to worry. People see me and go, holy fuck. Look at his exactly. fucking traps. He's a fucking hungry fucking you remember the little Neanderthal like, in the fucking singlet. You like the kid that, that like eats the foam? Intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> but like, this is where like, I, I look at things like I try to, I'm happy on me. Like I could just fucking do food reviews and get views and see people. Like I'm like, when you're fucking jacked and have traps, you get away with a lot more with it. I don't got to worry about got to work hard to be there. I don't got to go that. jumping through fucking a third floor story fucking building of real glass and landing on yeah. a, a fucking thing of fucking tax and and say I love this. <laughs> the tax always kill me, bro. I don't care. I would rather jump um off a hell in the cell than go into tax. I, I Would you rather I, get get power bombed by me into a thing of tax or Legos? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Legos hurt like a bitch. Like, they do. Having kids. Oh my god! Uh, I used to guys. Oh my god! Like when you go pee at night and they're on the floor and you don't know. Brother, I, I used to have them as a kid and step on them and hurt myself. Like it's. <laughs> oh man, I I I would have to say, I would have to say, probably, probably the the Legos. I think. Yeah. The tax. The tax. You don't like the blood. Hurt. The tax hurt after the fact because you got to take them out. Yeah, you'd have to. That would take some time. That's what I'm saying. These guys are like picking themselves, like in the shower, like picking glass out there, uh, out their arms, and yeah. you know the girl. Bro, I'm telling you, with the different matches I see where people like all the marks and the bruises, I'm like, we never. That was like outside of if something went wrong, but like you never want that to happen. Like that was always like you want to come out of a match like whole and like looking good. You don't want, like, I used to get mad, like, if I had a busted lip. Not mad at, like, the person, but it'd be, I'd be mad because it would bother me for, like, a week. Eating or, like, split your lip in a match or something. And, like, you're, like, fuck. Or, like, your back is, like, you get fucking whipped and, like, showering hurts for the week. You're, like, fuck. Like, I always try to come out of a match, like, as whole as possible. I wore, dude, I had all the knee pads, the elbow pads. I wore the gloves. I would try to keep myself so that I could fucking lift heavy all week and be healthy. Rather than like, I don't want to be all fucking banged up. Yeah, you don't want to be her. Yeah, that's yeah. the goal. Like, but I look go hard as fuck. But like, don't, don't like. Let's not hurt each other because like we got to keep doing this fucking five nights a week. And like, I want to be able to eat my fucking meals. I'm eating every two three hours. I don't want to be <laughs> fucking tasting blood with every meal. Dude, having a split lip will fucking ruin. Like fat lip, fucking just oh, pisses you that. off. Uh, there's like places on your body that you don't realize how much you use them until you get a cut or something yeah. there. Like, even the tiniest little paper cut, like, on your thumb or something, and you're like, damn, Bro, what the hell? that's how I got, I'm convinced, I had a cut on my hand, we had to tape my thumb, the tape fell off during the match, and I had the weekend of live events, I was wrestling Big Show, and then I got to Raw, it was when I was IC champion, it's when I got the, the they thought I had, uh, I got the staph infection in my leg, in my knee, on it, I did a, a raw match and I, I hit my knee on the outside and it got inflamed and swollen. And then I had media the next day and my leg didn't go down. It just kept blowing up and blowing up. It was in Birmingham, Alabama. I got the TV 
And I go, I told the doctor, I go, something is up with my leg. They literally fucking rushed me to the hospital. He goes, oh my God. He knew right away something serious was going on. They had to, I had to stay there for a fucking week, a week and a half at the fucking burning. Infection can kill you. Yeah. And I, but I, I was all from, I had a cut on my hand and all that fucking dirt or whatever in the ring. Something had to have gotten in my system. And then when I hit my knee, it just, for whatever reason, that was the area I, I'm convinced of it. Like it was. Thank God you hit your knee. Dude, that's the, I think it's a blessing in disguise. I think that's why I say I've always been protected. I go, and then they, the week they were going to take the title off of me because I, they thought I was going to be out for way too long because my knee wasn't getting better. It mysteriously, the day of the decision, I woke up and my knee was just fucking back to normal. And I just wow. go, and I go, I'm fucking, they literally run, I got back at TV. <laughs> like, did you, did you call them? Or did yeah, you I called the, I go, like, I go, you'll never believe. I had to send photos and everything. I had to send them, like, so I'm literally sending photos of my normal knee now. They had the doctors and everyone getting photos every day of my knee, like, looking like a basketball of my leg. And, like, yeah, it was crazy, man. That's awesome. And I, told, I would joke with the docs, like, oh, good thing this wasn't my dick. I didn't have to send photos of my fucking dick every, every day. Doc, look how big my dick is right now. Look at the size of this dick swollen. <laughs> Uh, having to send, having oh to send pics God. of my dick after having ice on it to the doc. Oh, hey, I got stab in my dick. You want to come over? <laughs> I'm telling you, those wrestling doctors see everything, though. They get fucking. They got to look at all the MRIs and everything. They have to see. They see oh, everything. Man. I have like, a, I don't know. I've always been like. Not that I'm like scared for anybody to see me naked, but like, uh, like I'm I'm actually good with that. Like I'll take my shirt off or whatever. But I hated showering around other people. I yeah, have, that's weird. I, you got to get used to it. I think that's everybody. I think all guys have a thing with that until you realize it's like oh, it's <clears> normal. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like in developmental, you don't have the shower. We'd have like a shower at FCW that was an individual shower with a curtain that guys would use like here and there. But like when you go on the road, like you brother, you've got a shower. You've got because we've got the locker rooms, but you're like you're you fucking pouring sweat, stinky from working That's out, true. and like That's you got to go. We got to do three to five hour drives every night, and like uh, fucking shower every fucking time. You're traveling right after you're not going to a hotel, right? No, like, you're going. Man. You you go to the locker room and you get out out of your sweaty. I and I would sweat a lot and fucking that gear, the more gear and all that tight gear, like. You got to like take your, you got to go shower, man. Like it's. Oh man, fuck. I walk, I got a shower. Bro. That's why I, I said WWE, the, eventually there's going to be a WWE in the showers of like all the guys like <laughs> shower. I remember when I would be me in the shield in the main event and we, everybody else would be gone for the show or like they'd already shower. And it's just me in the shield in the shower after I go, this is like a great show. Just fucking mortal enemies, these fucking just enemies out there killing each other. And then you're just in the shower and they would always shower together over on their side. And I'd be over on my side showering, fucking ready to go at it again. I swear if Roman drops the soap, I'm going to fucking meat hook him. <laughs> It's not the type of beat hook you want. Yeah, no, no, no. But they, the, you've got to fucking shower like at those, like, cause otherwise, but I think that's, that's weird for anybody that's not like, you know, yeah, it's not used to, yeah, you would, you know what you would hate is the piss testing for WWE. You want to, oh you got a complete stranger every time would have to, like, so you got to go into the, let people, I've talked about this before. You would have to go into talent relations. They'd call you in and you got to drink the water and just chill out and you're waiting and you got to get like, they got to look at your ID 
And then like, so you, you're allowed to drink like two or three bottles of water usually. And like, everyone's like waiting to go piss and they have girls for a girl's bathroom and guys for a guy bathroom. And a girl had a girl guy had a guy, uh, the tester. And they're like, all right, I'm ready. And you got to go in and you got your cup and you've got your name on it and your sticker. And like, and then the, he has your cup and he has to undo it for you. And then you've got to, you've got to have the cup and they, they, they hold onto it or set it down. You've got to take your, like, usually you're in your suit or something when you get to TV or you get changed into your clothes. And so you've got to lift your shirt up and show them your fucking nipples. So why, why to this day, I don't really understand why they have to look at your nipples. Um, but they fucking look at your fucking, lift your shirt up and show them your fucking nipples. I, I think one of the guys was using a fake. And the nipples, that's what we need by the end The guy, well, I think somebody was using a Wizenator many years ago and they had the it straps up to your body. So they have to make sure, but like you had to go up to your nipples. So it's like, but it wasn't like below. You would think they would be able to see just looking at like your abs, but like you'd have to always lift up your shirt and show them your tits. So that is the first, like you're looking at another man in his eyes and you look up and you show him your tits. And this is just your Ryback ready to fucking go kick some ass. These are my tits, buddy. Fucking in his brace had perfect nipples. So I put my fucking shirt down. Then you got to fucking pull your pants down. You just take your pants and pull them to them fall to your fucking legs and just look at him with your dick out with it. And like, like you just look at another man in the eyes and he's just looking at your dick and then he gives you back the cup and then you got to piss. Then you got to grab your dick while the guy's looking intently, not breaking contact. The guy is like a hawk watching your cock on it literally making sure you don't do any funny business that you're going to get around this drug test and then you've got to fucking force the fucking piss because you got another grown man watching your cock literally literally just as close as like just fucking like he's in the action like ready to go and like and then you just you got to fill up the cup and then like some people will stop pissing but like i would always have to piss so bad because like i i would fill the cup up and then i would just fucking keep pissing and brother i sometimes go like a horse and I fucking just keep going and going and going. I've got a healthy prostate. Bro, that that fucking prostate is healthy. No fucking problems there. And so like I just make the guy go, if this is gonna be uncomfortable, I'm just gonna make I'm gonna make him wait for the whole piss. Like and I always finish that way. I would be completely, oh, we're done. I feel fucking way better. Wash your gotta wash your fucking hands after, then you gotta fucking hand him the cup. Then he has to seal it with the fucking tape. And then you got to sign your initials on the warm fucking cup of piss. Hot cup of piss right there. Signed off by the big guy. Send this off, this clean hot piss. Give this to Vince. Yeah, just let Vince know I'm good for another six fucking months. Brother, it is, I'm telling you, it is the most, it is the oddest part, part of being up there. Like, it, it, it's so, you get to it, I didn't give a fuck. But the first, like, few times you do it, it's fucking weird. Like, it's not, how can it not be? How frequent, big guy? The what? How frequent do you have to do that? Oh, it could be, I, they, there's times where you get hit, like, m- month after month. There's times where you go three, four months without not getting. There's times it goes four, five, six months. I had a stretch where they were testing me all the time. And then there would be times where you go, like, half a year without being fucking tested with it. It's just. Wow. Bro, it's a fucking, you know, you've got fucking, you want a fucking stranger looking at your fucking cock. It's a weird. No, I get it. I get it. I, Hornswoggle failed the test because he didn't piss. It's like. And like, that's to me is such bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he doesn't do drugs or nothing like that. And you fucking suspend him, you know, like that shit's crazy. Yeah, trust me. If he was doing coke or something, he would have been much thinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he has a big bottom. We yeah. <laughs> Bro, here's another horn swallow. I walked, by the way, 
Hornswoggle was getting really fat and out of shape. Regal and Daniel Bryan were on him, like saying he needed to make some changes. I think he was happy. Just he'd had his son, and he like he was, but he he'd been up there for a while and had his run. But they were like everyone likes him. He's a great guy. But he was really he was like he needed to get his life and like he was drinking. I I never forget. I walk by this empty room. I'm I'm like walking in this arena one day, and I hear like these grunts coming out of this little room, and like. I, I peek into the room. I go, what the fuck is that noise? And I look in, and it's Regal and Daniel Bryan sitting in chairs, Hornswoggle, like, with his shirt off, like, doing push-ups, sweating, like, ready to die. They're literally make, they're making this guy, like, do all these push-ups and squats and crunches to try to get him in shape. He looked like he was on his last fucking breath. And I, But I, I, go, th- I go, this is the WWE. Like, it was just a random room in a huge arena. They found a little office room that nobody was in. And they just had Hornswoggle with his shirt off, fucking putting him through his paces to try to lose weight. Bro, bro it, it's in the world. It, I wish every fan could see the shit that goes on. Like, it, it's wild. It, it, it's, I can't even imagine. It must be like the Wild Wild West, like just walking back there. I just know? constantly, like, I constantly had a smile and laughing at the things. And like, it, it, I, I genuinely, it, it, those are the things that I miss the most of like the, the guys and the, the shit that you would see and like busting each other's balls at different points and. You know, yep. the, I could do without the drug test, like the pissing. I think that there's ways you could do that where you have a little more decency. But like, hey, for sure, for I just sure, question yeah. on like the people that get into that line of work because like, that's that's the other thing too. Like, it's like to get into that line of work, you just kind of, then you instantly question like the person's sexuality a little bit. <laughs> like, like I'm not signing up like to go to go do that. Like, because it's not like it's not like the guys are going with the girls, and even then, that's fucking weird. Like. Like, yeah, I but like it's like you're literally going yeah fuck what am i gonna do with my life fuck i think i'm gonna go work for aegis and go fucking watch dudes fucking piss and, and cock watch all day dude these guys are literally watching wwe superstars cocks all day long god knows what other like oh who's cock outs you go from wrestlers to nascar to like imagine if they wrote a book like uh like the size matter or some shit yeah they just uh, no, tell the little drug tester and tell all book he just reveals the fucking dick size of everybody before their test. Bro, you go, we didn't even get time to fluff up. We didn't even get fucking time to fluff up. Yeah, that big guy, that's all a moniker. <laughs> he he showed up to the drug test in his oversized fucking pickup truck. He was busy for five minutes after he the Horrible dick, but hell of a prostate. <laughs> No, they'd be sued if they did that. There's no way. No, I know, I know. Who had the best nipples just to tell all book? They saw it all. I'm shocked they didn't make you bend over and spread your ass cheeks to fucking show them your fucking asshole, too, while they're at it. That's why Dobbs has such a big asshole. (laughs) The the tester had to fucking put his hand all the way, fist him to make sure he wasn't having a fucking whizinator. Knobs had that fucking drug-filled body. That body, the steroids, you got to make sure. Oh, my God. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, bud. All right, big guy. I'll let you go, man. Have a great Monday. Thanks for having me You on. too, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. Later. Good deal. That was a fun show. <laughs> All over the place. Oh, man. Thank you guys very much, as always. Big thank you to Mike for, for calling in. Mike, if you're more than welcome to ever join on and you got an update on anything. I love having you on, brother. Fans really, really enjoy that kind of stuff with somebody. Uh, I, have, I have great respect for you. You you know what you're talking about, and you handle yourself well, uh, and I appreciate that. So 
And Shawnee, thank you as always. We'll be back tomorrow, guys, with another Ryback show. Check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. Save 20%. Discount code FEEDME20, FEEDME20, all the Ryback merch, feedmemore.com, and a free shaker bottle with all orders. Let's have a great one, guys. Work hard. Be nice to people as much as possible. And stay hungry. Until next time, my friends, stay hungry again. Feed me more.